Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, my pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My Pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My Pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of My Pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a My Pillow or not, you need to get the brand new My Pillow 2.0. Call or go to mypillow.com now. Use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better and cooler too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit mypillow.com. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask. Refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. 
remember. All I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, my much better beloved better half. V-Lynn. Hello, Patriots. What's going on, fuckers? What's going on with the fucking stream? I don't know. It's really annoying. Yeah, Ooh, see? Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. It was fine yesterday. I don't know. Mm, we shut shit down early, too. We were, like, done with it. Empty the trash? I already did. Okay. I don't know. I've been done. Oh, well, maybe it'll work itself out. Anyway. Yeah. Mick had the day off today. So uh, we did yard work. Mick mowed the lawn with the tractor. And uh, I cleaned it up because there's a lot of wood and stuff. Got a good fire going in the outdoor fire pit, keeping all the bugs off. And that bitch peanut butter tried to play fucking chicken with the tractor. She was no joke. All the other chickens were like way over on the other side of the yard. They're like, we're not going anywhere near that damn thing. And peanut butter, that bitch that always fucking bites me. Um, She's just out there. She was just like, she was like right there. She's like, yeah, come on, motherfucker. Run me over. Go ahead. I dare you. She was no joke. It was hysterical. My mama kick your ass. <laughs> My mama kick your ass. So yes. what is going on? But to that end, I, um, speaking of gardens and chickens, I see Lindsay is talking about gardens in here. Um, I'm a little jealous that I've I've realized that I did not get as big of a head start as I wanted to. I, I'm just going to have to start seedlings like constantly, basically. Yeah, pretty much. As soon as these comes out, like as soon as these come out, that I'm going to put the next set in and we're going to have to do it like that because they're not as big as I'd like them to be. Although when I put them in the ground in, you know, two weeks, they should be, Huge they'll be bigger. bigger. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a little jealous there, Linz. And I've thought about, um, I'm going to start uh, hitting the farmer's market here in Richmond Hill starting, I think their farmer's market starts uh, April, first weekend in April. Of course, the second weekend in April, we're going to be in Texas, but or I'm going to be. Um, but uh, I'm going to do the farmer's market. So tomorrow I'm pushing Freedom Gardens to 4 p.m. Um, so that I can actually get a like full days of work in before we sit down and do the show. Heather's coming over. We're going to do some uh, arts and craft stuff and we'll film it all. And the kid has dedicated a day of work to me since I bought his prom tickets today. So I'm going to work that out of his ass. Ooh, oh, I yeah. didn't know that. No, he, I, then I got him on Sunday. Yeah, uh, you can have him on Sunday. I get him, Well, he has a lot of homework to do, too. He has, like, chemistry, which, you know, he's not doing well in. So, um, How do you fuck chemistry? Oh, dude, his chemistry teacher is ridiculous. Yeah, but it's so easy. Well, and maybe for you, not for him. God. Uh, anyway, um, so we'll see. He should be doing homework right now. But uh, I get a... I, he promised me a full day's work. He's going to work with the auger and dig holes and we're going to plant trees and bushes and we're going to set up the next electroculture garden and we're going to put netting over down from the coop to cover the garden so the chickens can stay out of it. And then Heather's coming over and we're doing arts and crafts. So I got a lot of shit to get done before I do the show. So the show tomorrow is going to be at 4 p.m. So just so y'all are aware. Anyway, and I'll probably be covered in paint when we sit down and do it. So, uh, you don't want to know how my day went then? I mean, I kind of do because you were home with me today, except for the last like two hours when I went to go pick up the kid. 
Well, go to the store. Do all the running around you did. That's yeah. true. I mean, and I was on the tractor all day. And yeah, you didn't um, you didn't dump it in the pond? No. Well, no. You know, the neighbors things. asked me what I thought was wrong with the pond, why the water level was so high, and why it was so stagnant. And I really wanted to say, well, there's a big fucking tractor in there, but yeah, I but didn't. <laughs> that wouldn't do that. <laughs> They're like, what's that weird film on top of the pond? I don't know. Petrol. <laughs> Actually, uh, Exxon 93 <laughs> yeah. tastes good. Just saying. So when I sucked it out of that fucking truck down the road, mm. the guy was a little pissed off and he woke up the next day and he didn't have but a half a oh. tank of gas. Wow. Anyhow, but how was your day, babe? I, I gotta be honest. Mm. I, I don't even want to fucking do a show. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Why is that? I, uh, after listening to Liana this morning and then, I mean, cause I got just the whole, I don't know. I had so much time. I was just driving around mowing the lawn, listening and thinking to myself, man, I, I'm kind of tired of conspiracy theories. I really am tired of them. Well, I mean, I, cause the motherfuckers keep coming true. I'm tired of them. Yeah. Graphene oxide came through today. <laughs> Graphene oxide, yes, today. Came mm -hmm. out today. In the Pfizer documents. So all the motherfuckers that told us two years ago that we were fucking crazy, that we were batshit, loony, conspiracy mm -hmm. theorists, this, yep. that, and the other fucking thing, fuck you. Seriously, mm -hmm. fuck you. Because guess what, motherfuckers? We were right. You were wrong yet again. So go back. I reposted some videos today on Instagram. You can go look at them. What 5G looks like when it's around graphene oxide and, and what it does inside, what it would do inside your body. What did I say to you when you when you showed me the story that graphene oxide is revealed as an ingredient in the COVID vaccine? Yeah, what's you new? remember what I said to you? Yep. What's new? No, no. I said, and Ryan Cole can suck a big fat dick. Oh, oh, that's right. You did say that. You forgot about that. Because, oh, there's there's no graphene oxide. Oh, no. Yeah. Fuck you're you're conspiracy hey, theorist. Yeah, fuck you. Know you. What? Hey, Ryan Cole, fuck you too. See, I, I, I love this shit. Yep, I know. But and I, how like, many, I'm so disappointed because I really liked him until he started being a fucking cuck. How, how many more times do we have to be right? I don't know. This is getting right. Oh, Oh, and by the way, what did I tell you all about the banks? Uh, they're going to crash. What happened today? Today. Anybody, anybody watching the news today? Nah. Anybody see what happened with money today at the suspension of trading? Money, 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 money. At 3.30 in the afternoon? Yes. They suspended trading on Wall Street at 3.30 this afternoon. It's supposed to stop at 5. Yeah, you want to know why they actually fucking four, but... you want to know why they stopped trading at 3:30 this afternoon cuz the market started plummeting. Mm -hmm. Plummeting, which means somewhere out there of the 250 uh, 50, well no, as of last night it was 290 banks that were right on the verge of crashing. Apparently a bunch of them fell over the side. We don't know which ones yet. But I told you, if you have your money in banks, get it out, get it out, get it out. I'm looking out for you here. If you like us and you don't have much money anyway, so then fuck, fuck it, it, fuck it. I get it because that's where I'm at. Yep. But 
if you're like the rest of the world and somehow you have some Actually, savings mm, collected because no, you're babe, normal. That's not the rest of the world anymore. I heard today that 75% of Americans are having trouble meeting their monthly bills. Oh, Never shit. mind savings. 75% of Americans are having to decide if they're going to put food on the table or pay the electric bill or maybe, you know, do like what I did last month. Cause I've been paying a little, you know, 25 extra bucks a month on my car payment since I got it. I had enough in there that I could float a car payment for a month, you know, right after Christmas. That's sometimes helpful. Um, I mean, that those are tough choices to make though. 75% of Americans are making those choices every single day. That's what's going on at the dinner table. Yeah. 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 No, it is. And that's, that's a scary thought. That's a lot of us. That affects almost everybody here, I would have to say. Why? Because we're considered the dis disaffected. We're considered the ones, the uneducated. Oh, you're uneducated, so therefore you can't partake in this conversation. This is the big kid's table. How many times have you been told that your whole entire life? How many times have you been like, you know what? Fuck you. You and your big kid's table. You know what I did? I used to take their big kid's table, fucking pull it out in the street and let it get hit by a car. That's what I wanted to do with the big kid's table. Mm -hmm. And by the way, we forgot to do this last night and I have to apologize. What? Um, what really quick. I want to clear this one up real quick because crazy Chuck with a K yesterday, he had told mm -hmm. me about it last night when we came on. Yeah. I completely forgot to say something about it, but uh, he had to put, um, his dog down, Sammy. Um, uh, that's always the worst. It is absolutely the worst. Oh my God. Just the worst. Um, I trust you. me. I have had to do the same thing for her, for dogs that were. Cause it, my dogs, I can't put down his dogs. He can't put down. I had to put down his dog for him Yeah, I, and for the just, same reason that you had to put Sam down. He literally couldn't just, walk anymore. I, I couldn't do it to him, though, because I couldn't be the guy that did that. You'd had him since he was a tiny puppy. Yep. In, in your and he hands, used to sleep on, on my head. head. He used to sleep right on top of my head. And he was an 18-year-old Siberian Husky when we finally put him down. Missed being the oldest Husky ever by like three months. Yeah. But, but he was a great dog. We, we know how that feels. Uh, so, like, so, I mean. Y'all do me a favor, especially his wife's taking this pretty hard. So, all do me a favor. Just send some prayers to Chuck and his wife. And just, you know. It's a rough one. You know what it's like when you have a dog to become a member of your family. No matter how much you mm -hmm. want to say no, no matter how much you just want to fucking hate the dog, you know they become a member of your family. And you know no matter what you want to do, no matter how hard of a guy you are, that dog is always there trying to hang out with you. And you know that's the case. Every guy knows that. And if you don't, then you're a fucking idiot because dogs are the most fucking valiant companions you'll ever see and they are some of the best animals out there but just just say a prayer for him and his wife his wife's really taking this one hard mm -hmm. i know he's got other animals but Doesn't you know matter. when you lose a dog it's a pretty big personality in your life that's no longer there yeah and it's a fucked up thing to have to go through and i hate doing it so crazy chuck uh, my hat's off you and your wife prayers up and uh, rip sammy mm -hmm. we will meet again i'm sure i am sure but with that, tonight. Uh, Wix, hold on real quick. Wix, your electric bill was only $50 last month because Georgia Power gave a credit back to um, all of their uh, customers. 
So everybody that had Georgia Power got a rebate on their bill, a credit on their bill. It just took it off the top for whatever. I don't know what it was. That money from the government, fucking a surplus, some shit. Hmm. Um, we don't have Georgia Power anymore, so we didn't get the credit. But that's okay. Doesn't matter. Hey, maybe they took it off the the balance that we owed them. <laughs> Gotta be nice, right? Um, Considering you paid the last bill, we paid up front in, full. in person. I know. Fucking ass and they 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 keep sending me the final bill, and I was like, I paid that. I have the receipt. They're no, that was the second to last bill. No, bitch, that was the last bill. It was a flat rate. I went in the day that we closed on the house, and I paid the bill. Anyway, but I I, I gotta tonight. You know. I don't want to do a show, but I, I got to start out somewhere. And this is probably the best place because this is just going to make my blood boil over. But mm-hmm. um, if I told you a couple months ago, they're coming for our guns. Mm-hmm. They are coming for this. They're coming for our Second Amendment right. They're coming our, for our right to bear arms. Um, they already told us to fuck off with our free speech so that no longer matters and without one you really don't have two so what we need to do now um when they start showing up because they're trying to say that there's going to be all these accoutrements now that if you put them on a handgun you make them illegal okay that's what happens if they get this arm brace bullshit put through all right and i'll show you an arm brace gun in a minute I'll show you what they're trying to do okay I will give you an example of it because I happen to own one so I happen to be if this bill gets passed the next day I will become a felon because mm-hmm. I own one and no I'm not sending it back to the government they can come get it I'll send it out the house one round at a time, but I will send it out the house. Yeah, You can believe that. In pieces. Someone will be in pieces anyway. But they're coming after your guns. Mm-hmm. I told you that was happening. Mm-hmm. So you all shouldn't be very surprised by this. But watch this interaction because we do actually have a couple of patriots that are trying to stand up for us. And I, I give credit when credit's due. A couple of these guys took this to the hilt, and I was pretty impressed to see that. Mm-hmm. Kind of wanted to watch them go a little bit overboard. They didn't, but it's not to say it's going to come because this is actually really one of the longer hearings that I've heard about. So this one's planned out for a couple of months. The other ones are a little smaller than that, but you'll see. Check this out. It's an interesting, interesting sort of thing going on here. Thank you very much. Chair recognizes Mr. Gates for his five minutes. The nonpartisan government accountability office issues a report in June of 2016, firearms data. The ATF did not always comply with the Appropriations Act restriction and should better adhere to its policies. Mr. Wilcox, you're the witness the Democrats have invited here today. Are you familiar with that report? I am. And does the fact that the ATF broke the law concern you? Um, the report, I believe, supported ATF's action in cataloging records to stop crime. I'll read from it. It says, a technical defect allows ATF agents to access data, including purchaser data, beyond 
what ATF policy permits. Do you take any umbrage with that conclusion? ATF has been collecting out-of-business records pursuant to a law signed by Ronald Reagan, and President Trump digitized more records than any other president. I don't care who did it. I'm just worried about the impact on my citizens. And I would acknowledge there may be Republican presidents who didn't do enough in the 80s to protect our gun rights. But on this finding, the ATF had to delete 252 million records, didn't they? So this is a tool that's helped solve 50% of crime. Wait, 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 wait. Did they have to delete 252 million records? What I know about this tool is that it's Th that's a how I'm asking tool. you. Did they have to delete? You said you're aware of the report. Is that conclusion correct? They had to delete 252 million records. I'm not aware of that line, but what I'm aware okay. of is the tool. Well, I, I'll, I'll, tool. I'll represent to you that that's what had to happen. The fact that the government collected 252 million records that was beyond the law, beyond policy, never approved according not to me, not to my fellow Republicans, but to the GAO. Should that be concerning to us, that scope of records being collected? ATF's collection of out-of-business records was fully compliant with the law. That's the not what the GAO said, so you disagree with the GAO report. Well, there's two points they made. One is the collection of out-of-business paper records that, that FFLs keep. The second piece was the collection of electronic records that FFLs keep. And what the GAO said was they, the electronic records were not being converted sufficiently. And that's right. what ATF so that's why they had to, to become in compliance Because they, they had gone beyond their authority. You see, that's, that's the concern of my constituents. When they go beyond their authority, and you may find those things virtuous, but no one elected you. They elected us to make the laws. And when we make the laws and they don't follow them, then people's rights get diminished. Another area is this issue of the arm braces. Now, in Mr. Wilcox's testimony, he says that an arm brace makes a weapon more powerful. Mr. Bosco, you know a lot about arm braces, don't you? I do. Do arm braces make firearms more powerful? They do not. They do not. Does it concern you that the witness that the Democrats brought would, would make such a claim that is, is obviously disproven by any utilization of those arm braces? I hope that my testimony today can help everyone here understand that the brace does nothing to make the weapon any more dangerous than it already is. And so when you've got the ATF going beyond their authority, collecting 252 million records that they have to destroy, well, that can just be explained because they're doing their best. But when Americans get inadvertently converted to felons because the ATF has exceeded their authority, there is no such grace for them, is there, Ms. Ware? Uh, that would seem to be the case under the, the recent policy change to zero tolerance. Zero tolerance for our fellow Americans when they're trying to exercise their rights and protect their liberties, but all the tolerance in the world for a corrupt bureaucracy that is violating the law, exceeding their authority, and collecting records that they have no business collecting. Um, I would make this final observation. I had the great privilege to spend two years on the House Judiciary Committee with the gentlelady from Missouri. And while she and I disagree strongly on this issue, her beliefs are sincere and they are strong and they are powerful, particularly when she expresses them. And so when she says to people that she wants to defund the police, she means it. And when she says in this committee meeting that gun violence is a public health emergency, well, she means that too. And our fellow Americans know the impact of folks up here in Washington declaring everything and anything a public health emergency. It means you're more likely to be locked in your homes, deprived of your freedoms, less healthy, less safe, less secure, and less able to live a truly American life. So know this, when the left talks about this as a public health emergency, 
Get ready to see those enhanced authorities abused by the ATF. And Mr. Chairman, it is my sincere hope that, it's, that in the very near future, we will have those very folks from the ATF here. And I intend to be utilizing the new rules that we have in the House of Representatives to offer amendments to the Appropriations Act to zero out their salaries for breaking the law and abusing the liberties of our fellow Americans. God bless Matt Gates because he's actually standing up for our Second Amendment. Oh right. yeah, Matt. Matt found his balls. I, so I, I guess his little girlfriend gave them back to him. I, I guess so. Over the counter. Mm -hmm. So, folks, this is what they're talking about. Okay, this is what we call a rony. All right, a rony right here. This is what they're talking about. Okay, so. So you're aware, you see what this is, right? Everybody sees what this is, right? Looks like, looks like bang, bang, pew, pew, right? It kind of looks like a okay. Star Wars gun. Watch this, ready? While I'm holding it, yes, it is unloaded, relax. Of course it's unloaded, I just watched you take the magazine out. Okay, this is the gun part. This. This is the gun part. Okay, that's the gun part. This is the part they're outlawing. Okay, it's unloaded. This is the part they're outlawing. All right, because I can fold out a stock to this with that in here, which makes that more accurate. Which it really does. You can tear some shit up with this little bastard. That's the point. Either way, that's what they're trying to outlaw. So all of a sudden, get this. Overnight, if this gets passed and this works, okay, if you add that to a gun, you're going to be a felon. If you add that to a gun, you're going to be a felon. A scope and a flashlight? Yep. If you add this to a gun... You're going to be a felon. 15 round magazine? A 30 round magazine? Yep. You're going to be a felon. Why? Because they approved getting rid of this. Remember, once you open the door, you can't close it. Once you allow them to take that little bit of our right, our rights away, you close the ability for us to stop them. Okay. So I, I tell you right now, I, I plead with you right now, especially if you're even questioning any of this shit. All right. This is our second amendment. The reason the forefathers put it as our second amendment, because without the first, you can't have the second. We've already given up the first. They're coming after the second. Mm -hmm. My point is this. If we give them the second, it, it's not going to be me. I'm just letting you all know that right now. It will be pride out of my cold, dead hands. There will not be. There will not be anything like that that I will do in any way, shape, or form to this government or to any government for that matter. 
And correct, mighty patriot. In this form, it's not. It's not even a weapon. I mean, I guess it's not even a weapon. I, I, I mean, I weapon. could like pick it up and hit him over the head with it, but it bounced because his head's metal. So heavy, but... it is kind of heavy. I mean, you can use it as a club, but I can use anything as a club. Shit, so. you could use the frame pin if you really wanted to kill somebody. You could use the Sunday New York Times. I mean, shit, really, if you're dedicated, if you're I, really looking to kill the bastard, I, you know. I, I, have, I have cast iron for that. Just saying, you know, a little extra seasoning. It's an old Carlin bit. Come on, <laughs> I know we watched it the other day. I know it wasn't as funny as it was the first time around. No, it was fucking. It was actually more funny because mm. he's more prophetic. It was like holy shit. Mm. He knew what was going on way back then. Yep. I actually found a piece and sent it to Liana today. Mm -hmm. It said, "Hey, check this shit out." Now, Sparky boy, Sparky says you'll be left with a potato peeler for self defense, like us. No, fuck that. Depends on the potato peeler, because I tell you what, like my grandma's old potato peeler that you fucking <laughs> clamped on the side of the table, and it you had used a, to be able to fucking and, and it, circumcise it like a, a rat. It had like a fucking drill bit yes. on the end of it, like that. That shit, that would fucking kill someone easily. Okay, but that you know, like little flimsy Dude, piece of that plastic little thing, that's, like that's in a, like, that's in a hardware drawer. She had no, this, uh, her grandma had this thing about uh, <laughs> people wearing ties in the kitchen and, uh, and around Christmas because she had that fucking thing out. And so she used to grab people by the tie when they mm -hmm. walked in her kitchen and pull them back out and say, either tuck it in your shirt or fucking anything that happens to you after this point <laughs> yep. is on you. Because if you got your tie around that little motherfucker, it would you would be stuck right down to your neck, pulling away, going, please don't cut my neck. Somebody pull the power on that bitch. <laughs> well, it was a hand crank one, so it was grandma's power, and she didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I did get her the electric one. Um, yeah, I know. One year. The, the electric one she had is the one that I was she, talking about. But she only used it when we were there. Oh, well, that's she why she walked around grabbing people by the time. To make us feel better. Oh, she okay. always went back to her hand crank one when we weren't there. Like, gotcha. mm. and she used it for apples, not necessarily. For, I mean, she used it for potatoes sometimes, but she primarily used it for apples because grandma made a kick ass apple strudel like you wouldn't Fuck even it. believe. Oh my God. It was it was a full meal. She made it with ricotta. And, oh, my God. Literally, you didn't need anything. Else. It was amazing. She'd make me a whole pan of it and she'd deep freeze it and she'd send it to me like priority mail when I was in college. And I never had to go to the mailroom because people would literally go to the mailroom to see if grandma had sent an apple strudel or a lasagna, but the strudel, the, was, the the strudel was the big one. And like, I always knew when grandma had sent something because there was a line out my door before the food even got there. There was like a line down the hallway of people going like, what grandma sent? She sent lasagna or apple strudel, which is, I was like, if it's apple strudel, you ain't getting shit. So you might as well just go back to your rooms. Lasagna, I'll share. <laughs> well, it was this strudel anyway. that we had at, at your <laughs> so house. So good. <sighs> Best thing ever. Anyway. Fucking ridiculous. Oh, I know. And of course, Grandma never wrote down the recipe, so we're still trying to figure it out. But <sighs> it's been a family effort for like what, years. 20 years since she passed. Something yeah. like that. Anyway. All right. Back to All this. right. Back to the ATF trying to take our guns away. Yep. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, you know, it's interesting hearing the, the rhetoric from the other side of the aisle. I used to say we don't differ in our hearts. We differ in data. No one wants to see children injured or even lose their lives. However, especially since serving in Congress, I've seen that Democrats do differ in their hearts because they're doing nothing to save lives in the womb. We had a Born Alive Act where one Democrat voted in favor 
of a full-term baby who is being aborted and survived that abortion, would be born alive and then issued medical care to save that child's life. So we do differ in our hearts. I have not seen my Democrat colleagues defend innocent life, but they want to use these talking points of children in tragic, horrible scenarios as a political pawn to regulate law-abiding citizens. Now, for far too long, rogue politicians and partisans at the ATF have really run amok, infringing and trampling on the Second Amendment, the rights of the American people. This shall not be infringed, period. There's no comma after shall not be infringed. And it's trampled on by the federal government, by the states and local governments on a regular basis to disarm Americans, to make them subjects rather than citizens. And I stand by the statements that I made because this is to protect the people from a tyrannical government. And it's for self-preservation. This is to defend yourself, your life, which is so valuable. But anyone remember, since we are talking about the ATF, and Mr. Chairman, I, I actually second Mr. Gates's comments. I would love to have the ATF in here so we can actually question them on this rule. But do any of you remember Project Gunrunner, uh, Gunrunner and Operation Fast and Furious? Yeah, the fact that the ATF allowed 1,000, no, more than that, thousands of guns to end up in the hands of Mexican cartels and criminal organizations, and they lost thousands of these traced firearms. And then one of these guns was used to kill border agent Brian Terry, all through some brilliant government program. And it's absolutely outrageous. If you think the ATF is going to be successful in this, making millions of Americans felons through this rule that is an overreach of the separation of powers. You've heard it from the witnesses today who don't necessarily agree with my stance. Mr. Wilcox says that it's us to make the law. Congress makes the law, not bureaucrats. And they're seeking to make millions of Americans felons with this rule. Now, what happened with Fast and Furious with these traced guns that they lost, thousands of them. The records in question, um, well, a judge found that they were not covered by privilege and that they were supposed to be released to the American people. Well, what happened to those records? That's right. Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats ended the House lawsuit when they took control in 2000. Okay this whole fast and furious thing. Let me tell you something about this. Okay. Mm. Because I actually have personal experience with this. All right. Good friend of mine. Uh, we were coming back from Iraq. Uh, we landed at outside Colleen Fort hood, Fort hood. And we, the plane we were on was met by Texas state troopers and the ATF. My friend, who was with me, we were hanging out on this plane, getting back into the US. He was taken into custody by the ATF and the Texas State Troopers. 
And this was all during Fast and Furious. I know who you're talking so, about. And he had his FFL. Yeah. Yeah. Class he, four FFL. Class four. Yeah. He's just like me. Yeah. Um, he uh, ended up, his one of his guns were found in that batch. Fast and Furious batch that they found across the border. And uh, one of his guns was in there with his serial number. So he would, as you, you understand this when you get your class four FFL license. Now, listen, I've never used mine per se um, in the legal sense where I've, I mean, I can buy stuff for myself. Mm -hmm. I just can't buy stuff for other people. Um, I've never used mine in a store manner where I purchased weapons and sold them to people. Um, now, that being said, when you do as a class four, you have so many years that you have to keep records for. Okay. Thank God. <laughs> I uh, always gave God the greatest gift of everything. The one thing he made this guy super anal about when he built guns for people, he built guns for people, but man, he was a fucking records hawk. He called his wife on the phone when we got off, when we got off the plane, he said, I'm allowed one phone call. And they looked at him and they were like, yeah, give me your cell phone. So the, the agent gave him his cell phone. He called his wife immediately said, grab the records in drawer four and bring every single one with you and meet me. Where are we going? And they were like, our offices in Austin, meet me in Austin at the ATF offices. I, they drove all night and she did too. She got there before them. She was waiting for them when they showed up. And when they went in to question him, he went, started going through his records. He's like, what's the serial number? And he started peeling back. He had records for every gun he's ever built. He's like, yep, this is the guy I sold it to. This is his phone number. This is his house. What else can I do for you? Since apparently you can't do your own job. And because they said, well, we have the gun. He's like, well, can I get it back? That's my buddy's no bullshit. He's all yeah. he's he's a business. He's like, look, I build guns for people. Okay, big fucking deal. They knew where we were coming in, though. They knew exactly, and he hasn't been out in Texas in probably 10 years at that point. And when we flew in and we landed there, he was like, it was all very suspect. Just saying. Very weird, very odd. The next day he was back at work and I was just like, dude, what happened? And he told me, he's like, dude, it's bullshit. I was like, my problem with this is why is a somebody, okay. So for instance, when you go to a car dealership and you buy a car, okay. They hate me. Listen, when you go to a car dealership and you buy a car, right? Mm-hmm. You pull off that car lot, you sign a bill of sale. Everything's in your name. It's your car, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's usually in your name and I sign for it, but yeah. Whatever. <laughs> so the next day you're driving drunk down the road and mm -hmm. you kill three people and you run your car directly into a telephone pole and do a whole bunch of public property destruction. Mm -hmm. I would never drive drunk, but yes. Okay. But let's, for this story. Yes. Okay. When was the last time that somebody went to Ford and said, I'm going to sue you for allowing that woman to drive drunk? Hmm. Well, according to Joe Biden, gun 
manufacturers no, no, are the no, no, only no. ones that when, don't have liability for injury. When was the last time that you heard a car manufacturer being sued for somebody driving drunk in a no. vehicle and killing somebody else? Doesn't happen. It doesn't, doesn't happen, doesn't work. right? Yeah. Stupid, right? Yeah. Duh. So then why does it happen with guns? Again, like I said, Joe Biden said that the only industry that has no liability on injury is guns and gun manufacturers, and he wants to change it. So why does that happen with guns? Let me guess. It happened under Obama. Uh, I don't know if you can see it right there on the wall. Still loaded. Still Wait, waiting for it to. Still hasn't shot anybody off, Go off on its own. Still fucking waiting. Nope. No change. Nope. Still doing the same thing it was doing yesterday. Still sitting there on the wall. Mm -hmm. Hasn't shot anyone yet. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Maybe it's defective. Did I, did I get a fucking, did I get a bad gun? <sighs> My gun just doesn't go shooting people. What the fuck's wrong with it? Matter of fact, this son of a bitch is still sitting next to me. It still ain't shot me yet. What the fuck is wrong with my gun? I got fuck. I'm sure it wants to. I got fucking. What what do they call it in uh, when he bought the uh, giraffes and the giraffes were gay in. Um, Obviously not a movie I, I watched. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't watch yeah, that stupid did. shit. The, the Roman shit, the fucking um, the gladiator. Remember in Gladiator when he was first making the trade and he was getting them as a slave and he was paying for them and he's just like, he grabbed, wow, that's so random. He okay, grabbed then, that yeah. dude by the mm -hmm. balls and he's just like, oh, lame. <clears throat> My guns must be lame. My guns just, I must have lame guns. Because all they do is walk around and eat. They're in they don't shoot anybody. Yep. Damn it. Fucking lame guns. Okay, well, let's go back to Lauren Bobert. <coughs> God damn lame guns. Fucking son of a bitch. I knew I had a problem with them. 2019 and further buried this scandal. Absolutely shameful. As the National Shooting Sports Foundation has pointed out, in just the last five years, ATF, under political pressure, has at least on three occasions, through administrative fiat, changed long-standing positions to declare products lawfully sold in full view of the ATF and in reliance upon ATF classification letters to now be illegal and or regulated under the National Firearms Act. ATF bureaucrats are not only ignoring the direction of Congress, they are literally ignoring the law and trying to rewrite it themselves. A complete separation of powers. And I apologize, I did have some, some questions for the witnesses, and I do thank you all for being here and providing testimony, but hearing this on the other side and then just realizing that we differ in data as well as in our hearts because we do want to protect innocent lives. That is why we support the Second Amendment. It is your right to defend yourself, and we will always speak up to defend life. Thank you. I yield. Uh, she's right on. Yeah. I, I, Vigilant Fox, another great video. Mm -hmm. um, but seriously, she's right on. Yep. I mean... That's that's what I what I've been talking about. If we just start giving it just now, we've been giving it for years. They've they've trampled the first already. 
and the we, we didn't do anything to it. We and didn't do anything about it. They trampled the fourth. Mm-hmm. We didn't do anything about that either. Now they're going mm-hmm. after the second. Come on, folks. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Is, is, are you waking up yet? Remember, the rest of the world is watching us. Why? Why is the rest of the world watching us? Because They're we're the armed. At us. We're the armed ones. No, 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 no. They're laughing at our government. They're not laughing at the American people. The one thing they're still scared about because they still believe Sun Tzu. They believe in America behind every blade of grass, there's a thousand weapons because they all know that that's true. We are the largest American men who believe in the Second Amendment own the largest amount of weapons in the United States per capita, more than any other army. Mm-hmm. Okay? Just to give you an idea. Mm-hmm. You want to know why Washington is scared of us? Because we actually believe in the Constitution. That's what scares the shit out of them. We believe in the Constitution, and we will do what it takes to support and defend the Constitution. Period. Not a government. We were a republic. We were founded as a republic. Leanna plays it every morning. God bless her for that. Every morning she plays it. Uh, Hey, Batman. Hello. Um, Do me a favor. Don't drop links in the chat because we can't look at them anyway. We download everything in advance. Um, The show is all set up in advance. We don't do things on the fly. So computer up. Yeah. Do that. It's and then we don't go back to see it. So it's it's a waste of your time and our time for you to drop links in the chat putting it out there yeah but all right i mean there's more though but i i I like where these people are coming from though there's a little bit of hope not much because what are they going to do about it now that's my problem what are you going to do with it now we already have we've already showed you corruption in every level of the federal government it can't get any worse there's only one thing left to do nobody wants to pull the trigger on we get that Mm -hmm. it's fine We'll get there, I'm sure. Somebody eventually will. And uh, I'm not speaking facetiously. In case you're trying to quote me, you leftist little liberal fucks that want to go quote our show. Fine, go do it, please. No, it will happen. We're done with your bullshit. Mm-hmm. We're done with both sides. We don't care left or right. It's not about that anymore. It's about our country. It's about the form of government that our forefathers founded in this country and keeping that alive. We really don't care about your feelings. You take your feelings, stick them directly where the sun don't shine because I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And neither, finally, some people in Congress don't either. That's the beauty of this because they're finally starting to ask the hard questions. And this is a wonderful one. And I love this one. I'm trying to see if anything is open that we can. No, there's down. nothing open. I've already shut everything down. VPN? It's already, it's not even on. It's not even running. Hmm. It, it's something else. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Anyway. Yeah. Leo, we know that the video is choppy. It's, it's choppy a as stream fuck. yard issue. It's a, yeah. Something's going on right now with stream yard. I don't know what we have nothing else yard. open. Yeah. We, it's not on our end. We are pumping out a solid signal. Trust me. Yep. I was fucking with it earlier. But here's more. Just, just to show you, they're finally starting to ask the right questions. 
Mr. Wilcox, how you doing? Fellow Brooklynite over here. Um, grew up the same time. Let me answer this question. Do you think it's okay for the ATF to act outside of congressional legislative authority criminalizing 10 million Americans who are currently law-abiding citizens? It's good to see another proud son of Brooklyn. Uh, I don't think believe that is what uh, ATF is doing here, so I disagree with the premise. Do you think that by this rule, there will not be 10 million felons in the United States because they bought a product that the ATF authorized to be sold and that the ATF said was legal up until the Biden administration? So not liking a law isn't a reason for ATF not to. Well, Mr. Wilcox, there's no law. Congress didn't pass it. That's a rule from ATF. Let me ask you this question. Do you believe in separation of powers? Of course. Do you believe that the legislative power resides within the congressional body and not the executive? I do. So then why do you think it's okay for the ATF to come up with some rule with the force of law that Congress did not pass? Congress passed the law 90 years ago and ATF is... So you're saying to me that a law that Congress passed 90 years ago allows for 10 million Americans to become felons today? Congress passing a law allows ATF to regulate as technology changes. Come on, Mr. Wilcox. Don't do that to the American people. We know better. Don't do that. I yield. There we go. Yep. I like Finally, him. starting to ask the questions. That's that's more important than anything else. Hold on. We're, it gets better because this one gets better. They always get better, folks. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Mr. Wilcox, did you or anyone in your organization communicate with the ATF or the Biden administration about these issues we are discussing today prior to the notice of proposed rulemaking? Uh, we submitted formal petitions for rulemaking through the appropriate channel, sir. Before the notice of proposed rulemaking? That's correct. So you, you were in communication with the Biden administration wanting to make these changes? We filed formal petitions for rulemaking through the appropriate channels. Did you who'd you talk to? I was a written submission, sir. Written, did, did you speak to anyone uh, personally? I didn't. Did anyone in your organization talk to anyone? Uh, I, I have to check, but I believe we submitted the written submission as a formal submission. People in your organization may have talked to folks at the ATF prior to the notice of proposed rulemaking? Not that I'm aware. Did anyone in your organization talk to Mr. Dettelbach before the notice of proposed rulemaking? Uh, I don't believe Mr. Dettelbach had came in after. Did anyone Have anyone talked to Mr. Dettelbach about this personally? Uh, of course, we've been in communication with the ATF in this administration and in prior administrations. Talking to the, the director? You've talked to the director? Uh, I mean, we've, we work with ATF across administrations. Have you talked to the director? It's a simple question. Uh, yeah, I've communicated with the director. You've talked to Mr. Dettelbach? Of course. Yeah. And um, well, I find that interesting. I, I just know as we're speaking upstairs, the, the president of the National School Board Association is sitting for a transcribed interview because the same thing happened there. National School Board Association talked with the Biden White House, the Biden Justice Department, the Biden Department of Education concocted this letter that set in motion this whole attack on parents showing up at school boards. And it looks to me like we have a similar operation going on here where you guys worked with the ATF to to change something that had been the law for 10 years to go after law abiding Second Amendment Americans. Second Amendment uh, uh, supporting Americans. Mr. Bosco, uh, you tell me something mm -hmm. real quick. What'd you guys see there? Did you guys see that? You Mr. Guys... Bosco piss his pants? No, no, no. Watch. Hold on. Hold on. That's not Bosco. Or Mr. Wilcox piss his pants. 
All right, I'm going to let him go. I'm going to turn it down a little bit. I want you guys to watch body language. Not on Jim Jordan, but on the other guy. Watch his body language, okay? Mm -hmm. Just watch. Americans. Okay, what does that look like to you? Mm, Resigned. Hey, defeat. Yeah. He done got his ass whooped. Yeah. Now, I'm willing to bet, because Jim Jordan is the chairman of this committee, that that's where this interview started. Okay, but that being said, what Jim Jordan just did for everybody else involved, he basically teed it up on that fucking little mat. He said, watch this motherfucker because I'm going to put this bitch right down the middle of the fairway. This next guy, uh, listen, uh, make sure you're paying attention to the back and forth because he gets into some rules that I found very interesting being a, especially, especially if you have a class three or above FFL, if you are listening to us and you have a class three or above FFL, you need to pay attention to what this motherfucker says about the rules concerning records, because what's about to come up is pretty ugly for us. Just to let you know, because mm. your records are just like mine. Mine are just a little bit more than yours. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, supporting Americans. Mr. Bosco, uh, you invented uh, this stabilizing brace. Is that right? That's correct. And you invented it for a Marine buddy, a friend of yours who served our country and was injured? That's correct. And you were told 10 years ago that the stabilizing brace does not convert a pistol into a short barreled rifle. Is that right? That is correct. I got yeah. the letter right here from the ATF, November 26, 2012, right? And then seven weeks ago, 180 degree change, right? 180 degree change, just the opposite. They now say it is just the opposite of what they told you 10 years ago. That's and just to, I know others have talked about this, but I think it's so clear. 180 degree change. So in 10 years and two months, the rule was one way, and you developed a business based on the rule that they told you. Your government told you this was fine, and now they've changed it. That's correct. When did the bill pass that changed the law? There was no bill. No bill. That's the fundamental issue, right? No bill. So tell me something, folks. Maybe that's how we're going to do it. Hmm. Maybe this is how we're going to start the Constitution class. Tell me something. If you don't have a bill, what don't you have? A law. Boom! That is Constitution 101. Okay. They can't see you. I, I know. I, I bet I don't know. I don't necessarily want them to see me though, because our fucking video sucks so bad. Mm-hmm. That's Constitution Law 101. Okay. If you don't have a bill, you don't have a law. So my question becomes he brings up a great point here. When do the rules become higher than the law? Mm. Huh? It happened during COVID. Bingo. This is why we don't talk before the show. We this is why we have no conversation <laughs> prior to because that's exactly what I'm getting at. That is exactly what this is referring to. If we give into this now, if we let this go. So I said we already did it. We already gave it up. No, no, no. If this bill passes where they restrict these, the gun like I just showed you or the brace that I just showed you. If they let that go. What bill? We're fucked. I mean, there is no bill. And how can you bring it? Can you bring it to the Supreme Court if there's not even a a law? What are you going to do? Exactly. 
It's a fucking rule it's for a the rule. ATF. Yeah. And they hold it like it, it was something decided upon by the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. I... This one, this is where this is where you're starting to piss me off to the point where I'm just ready to say, you know what? Fuck you all. You all want to follow me? Let's go. It's literally going to take them going to a person's house and trying to take and away and engaging. Yeah. And then and then that Coming family or person the the night. suing them and it going all the way Fuck to the Supreme Court. Them. But that no, would, there's going to be a shootout. No, I know, but that's that would that's the only way this would get resolved. To be honest, like and in, quite in honestly, a court, the neighbors. Think about the neighbors around here. Mm-hmm. Is is there not a neighbor that we know or that lives around us that's not armed? I mean, probably the lady at the end of the pond. Yeah, but she's like pretty much dead anyway. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's unfortunate, but yeah, no. we probably actually we, agree on we more pretty shit. Much, she we just like, is a fucking communist. We sit around the pond during the day and shoot at the gator. So like we're all... Everybody's armed. <laughs> Literally, so, it's like... I'm a, pretty sure... It's like a neighborhood party. We all like uh, sit around the pond and take pot shots at the gator. <laughs> if bullets started flying at my house, I'm 100% sure that we would oh, have dude, a lot be, of neighbors yeah. that would be standing right by me fucking we take, have, shooting I mean, people. Active duty soldier across yep. the street. We've got... Uh, yeah, I mean... We've got a lot of people that'll stand up and say, yeah, nope, not yeah. these people. Oh, You're yeah. picking on the wrong people. Yep. Hunters so, and and homesteaders. I, I'm and, not. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to threaten anybody because I don't threaten. I just promise. No, no, no. I just promise people yeah, things. Yeah, it's real simple. Hey, Mick showed you what we have. You want to come and get it? I, I I don't agree don't with like any part of this because they're chipping away. This is a perfect example of them chipping away just a little bit at our right. This is what I talk about. Snip, snip. This is where we've got to stand up. We have to. Look, you're Americans, right? We're all Americans. We all believe the same thing. We believe in the Constitution. We believe in the Declaration of Independence. You guys heard me rail for fucking weeks on the Declaration. Fuck, we have got to do the same thing with this. We have got to call our senators. You've got to call your congressmen. We've got to stop this because if they take this, okay, and maybe some of you don't want to do it. Maybe some of you are sitting like me, kind of sitting in the corner going, what if I don't do this? Mm -hmm. What happens? Do we go into revolution? We're almost there anyway. Look, I told you the other night, there's three basic things. Once you lose faith in your institutions, you lose faith in the government and you lose your financial situation. Today, when you can't feed your family and the today, government wants to kill you, we're all it's pretty where you're much done. Fucked. Everybody hits the fucking red line. And we it's all it. go, Boop. you know, have you ever seen anybody blow an engine before? Have you ever been watching a NASCAR race and watching an engine blow? Fucking NASCAR race. When I lived out in Colorado, I bought a fucking Correction. Hold $800 on. Stand by. Jeep. Stand by. She's going to tell you about blowing an engine. Literally, I, drove, I I bought an $800 Jeep. I don't even know how, how old it was. And I drove that bitch for like eight months. I drove it all over. I drove it all the way up into the mountains and smoked a lot of weed. And I drove it back down the mountains. It was it was a great car. And then one day I was driving down the highway. I was I was going to Fort Collins because I was working over there. And literally, I'm driving down the highway, and the engine fell out of my car. <laughs> well, I was driving. Okay, no, that's not what I was referring to. But... <laughs> no, um, it actually the whole thing like freaking caught like it it started smoking and and 
like when's the it's last like time you like an oil change flames and Probably whatnot 200 years ago and um i i don't know anyway and i pulled over to the side of the road and then the engine fell out of the car <laughs> literally it was on the ground and i was like oh i think i'm going into work so, today <laughs> but my point about that is it is like it, that's what's happening right now like we're right there our engine is about to do that mm -hmm. because when you piss off americans like that we stop giving this shit. You know, the fuck is gone. The last fuck's gone. When you Nobody have nothing fucking, left to lose. No fucks given. There's, you, everyone's fucked. I, I mean, I, I'm there. I, I know a bunch of you aren't. I get it. I'm trying to be sensible and calm and I'm trying to be relaxed. I do a lot of drugs to compensate for that. But I mean, it is... I'm waiting. I'm I'm patiently sitting in the corner coloring, just like you told me to, because you said it's not time yet. Not time yet. But I, I've seen a lot of times that have been wrong. I've seen a lot of times that have been right, and I don't think this time is going to get any righter. I'm just saying, it looks weird, but we're right there. We we are fucking even. And I, I'm, I'm going to hate to say this because your dumbass is going to bring it up. And I know you're going to fucking start making fun of me. So I don't give a shit. Even Bongino said <laughs> today. Dude, I got home from bringing the kid to school or home from school. Like I went to the grocery store and I brought, you know, brought the kid home from school. And, and I went out to the porch and I turned my tablet on and what pops up, but rumble. And I was like, Rum I didn't have rumble up. And I pulled it up and it's, it's halfway through Dan Bongino looking all and I just said, yeah, he even said it today. He said it today. <laughs> we are on the razor's edge. Uh -huh. We are on the razor's edge right now. <sighs> if you push one direction, you push the other. We get something to nudge this way, that way. We're rolling either way. I, I just, I, I, I don't know why I, I, my straw's already broke. It's been broke. I, I'm done. Mm -hmm. I, I'm done with it. I don't fucking care. Mm -hmm. It's uh don't worry. There's you know, another straw to break. Sparky, and when that straw breaks, then y'all are fucked. Sparky's got because I know what's coming and it's not good. Sparky's got like the best eyes on this right now because he's over there and and he sees what's going on. Yes, you guys were talking about it earlier. France and Italy are again revolting tonight, again against um hu hubris communist laws that they're trying to enact with these 15-minute cities. Actually, Italy is all about, they've fucking, are starting to riot very close to the Vatican tonight, which is outstanding. It might be even better for us. We'll, we'll get to fuck around and find out in a little bit. But um, I, this gun thing for us, folks, this is it. This has got to be where we draw a line. Because mm -hmm. if we give this up, think about it. If we give this up, somehow this rule gets approved. Somehow it's okay if you've got something like what I've got right there, it, you're now a felon. Mm -hmm. Well, not not quite yet. No, 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 no. You will be a felon if that rule gets approved. Mm -hmm. Okay. I will be a felon. Mm -hmm. Okay. Why do they need to know this shit? Why? Because they got to know where the guns are. Exactly. Because if I was going to invade your country... Mm -hmm. I'd want to know where the guns are before mm -hmm. I came in. Yeah. So that way I knew where to worry about where the shit was going to start off from. Well, let, let uh, Jim Jordan finish his, um, his little can of whoop ass. Yeah, it will be. Yes, Griff, this will be a long show tonight.
We might have a couple of tributes tonight, Griff. Mm-hmm. I'm actually in a good mood, but it's all good. That's just because the mushrooms just kicked in. Mr. Dettelbach, the new director, he never ran for Congress. I don't think he was ever. I don't remember a bill going through Mr. Nadler's committee last Congress that changed the law. I would have known because I'm on that committee, the Judiciary Committee, which has jurisdiction over this stuff. I would have known. I don't remember a bill passing the full Congress. I don't remember a bill in the Senate Judiciary Committee passing or going through the Senate. And I certainly don't remember a bill going to President Biden's desk that he signed in the legislation that changed the rule. But this could potentially impact millions of Americans, law-abiding, Second Amendment-supporting Americans. Is that right, Mr. Bosco? That's absolutely correct. How many products have you sold just your company alone to Americans? How many stabilizing braces have you sold? Many millions. I can say that from 2020 to today, which are the the years that the ATF didn't concern itself with when it did its impact study, we sold our company alone, 2.3 million braces. So while they were doing their study, they didn't count the number of braces that were being sold? They, they, they didn't count in their impact study. That's probably because Mr. Wilcox's organization told them not to count it, right? I don't want to. Well, they were talking to him all the time, it yeah. sounds like, putting this all together, going after people who support the Second Amendment. How many Americans do you think it's total? So I've heard estimates as many as 40 million Americans could be impacted by this? Correct. Correct. Congressional Research Services has said anywhere between 10 and 40 million Americans own stabilizing grades. Unless you remove the brace, lengthen the barrel, turn in or destroy your firearm or register your gun with this government that you know you can trust because Mr. Wilcox has been working with them. You know you can trust. Unless you do those four things, what happens? What are you? A felon. A felon. A felon for something 10 years ago they said was just fine. That you build a business on and the business started because you wanted to help a man who put the uniform of his country on his back and served our country and was injured. And now they're going to put you out of business and make people felons. But don't worry. Every town USA, Mr. Wilcox has been working with our government to implement this to target Second Amendment People, Americans who support the Second Amendment, such a deal, such a deal. That's why we need legislation to say this rule does. We need to pass that. That's what we do need to pass into law now based on what has happened with this organization. Mr. Chairman, I yield back. Well, he's not the chairman. I thought he was. Holy shit. But he was up there at the front Mm -hmm. going through that because that's how you rile some fuckers up. Because tell you what. He hit him with nothing but facts. Everything he said was true. Yep. And the other guy, he, he he was supporting the business owner because he's like, hey, look, you made something that was clearly legal 10 years ago. And you made it for a buddy who was a wounded veteran who couldn't hold a gun anymore. Huh? Hmm. I, I, I don't know. You're still allowing that veteran to practice his Second Amendment right. And Victoria, you, you hit the nail on the head. They sh- he shouldn't have needed the approval 10 years ago. You're damn right he shouldn't have. Yeah. Because 10 years ago, we weren't even talking about this. But he went ahead and got the approval. And now they're... It, these cock clowns. They're all, oh, it's all ridiculous. It's all bullshit. This is more bullshit. What's up, CLB? Long time no see. Welcome back, sir. Where's CLB at? Oh, there he is. Oh, CLB. Welcome back, sir. Excellent. It's good to see you. Is this an insurrection? So will they be held to the same? Uh, I don't want another January 6th, do we? Yeah, if they're Bosco. trying to overthrow the government, they ought to be held to the same standard. But I think they're trying to express their... Uh, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Members out of line. 
Point of order, the gentleman's time has expired. Yeah, and here's a point of order. Uh, you weren't here to begin with. Ms. Jackson Lee went four and a half minutes over. We said that we were going to take, I was going to take one additional minute, and Mr. Biggs was going to take one additional minute. She went over by four and a half minutes. Mr. Bosco, you invented the pistol brace after witnessing a disabled combat veteran. Struggled to shoot while... Does the Capitol Police not do their jobs? What in the hell's going on? All right. This hearing's recessed. Oh, there are protesters outside. R remember, we're the violent ones. Mm -hmm. Remember that, though, folks. Mm -hmm. We're the violent ones. Do the Capitol Police not do their job? Isn't this an, is this not an insurrection? Ooh, those that's, were some. That was funny. Those were some good questions. Oh, yeah. Great questions. That's some funny shit. Funny shit. But he's right, though. Mm -hmm. What the fuck's going on? Now, look, this F ATF hearing, I'm dead serious. It is big deal. Big fucking deal. All right. Keep your eyes on this. Mm hmm. They're coming after our guns. Go to fuck around and find out. Because I think that's where I put France. Um dead serious. Mm, oh, and no, this is a little different. This is this is actually um France will be at the end. But this is some funny shit. Work has been busy, haven't been able to log on for a while. The weekly show has been busy, but Sunday lately. Mm -hmm. Well, it's good to see you back, bud. Yeah. We're just saying hello. All right. So watch this, y'all. Little humor, sort of. Uh, there's no humor in this. Okay, maybe not. There's absolutely no humor in this. Well, it is a fuck around and find out, though. It is a fuck around and find out situation. It really is. But... It's a shocking attack by a zebra. We need to expose the wound. Get it. Stop the bleeding. Police stand guard with a shotgun to make sure the beast doesn't strike again. At first, cops couldn't believe it. I got attacked by a zebra. You got attacked by a, a what? A zebra. A zebra? Yes, a horse. Come before it gets me again. Deputies in Pickaway County, Ohio, say they rushed to the scene to find this zebra acting very hostile. Did he bite your arm? Oh, hell yes. Is your arm still attached, sir? I don't think so. I think he tore my arm off. For Look, I, I love people, okay? But tell me something. And I'm going to ask you, babe, yeah. and, and everybody else, I want you all to play along right now. Yeah. Okay. We're going to come back to this and I'm going to let it play. I promise. Yeah. But I've got to talk about this because I'm sorry. What are you fucking retarded? Legally, a zebra stop, is qualified stop. as a horse. Listen, where do zebras live? Um, where? No, 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 no. Where does the breed originally occur in the world? Babe? Just answer here, the question. Africa. Where does it originally occur? Uh, in the, uh, the African continent. In the Saharan Plains. Correct me mm -hmm. if I'm wrong. Is not the Saharan Plains. It, the African continent, yeah. That is primarily where they're found is the Saharan mm -hmm. Plains. Yeah. What else is in the Saharan Plains? Um, lots of shit that wants to kill you. Like what? Uh, Let's just name them. We got some lions. We got tree lions. We got mountain lions. lions we got and lions tigers, and tigers and, and bears. I don't oh know about my. bears, but there's shit okay. everywhere yeah. that wants to fucking kill you. Yeah. Okay. Zebras don't fuck around. Look, if you have a zebra that was brought out of that environment and you put it in our environment and you think that bitch is going to be all touchy feely, you are higher than a fucking kite. Okay. Um, and the fact that the only thing it did was rip this dude's arm off is 
amazing. You know, they made that movie. What was it? Racing Stripes? Yes. That kid's movie. That was yes. the worst fucking movie they could In ever the make. You could never Seriously. Do yes. Because zebras, zebras are, are fucking badass. They fucking don't give they a don't. shit. They don't. They will fucking kill you. They, they will kill you. They really will. I, I've watched a, a zebra. horse will deliberately try to not kill you. Like horses have to be trained to to trample someone. They will do everything they can to get out of like to get out of away from a person so as to not hurt them. Zebras will fucking charge you and trample your head and rip your fucking arm, rip, rip your limbs from your body. There they was, don't give a fuck. I was down in Nigeria. So a bunch of years ago, okay? <clears throat> I literally watched a zebra chase a dude down that whipped the zebra like six days ago. Like he whipped him with a whip. It hit the zebra in the ass. That zebra never forgot who that motherfucker was. Uh-huh. He went back. He chased the motherfucker down and I watched the zebra just jump up and down, up and down on top of this dude. Fucking killed him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Holy shit. And there was another guy that was there. The guy that our English speaking guy, he he told me, he's just like, dude, you don't fuck with zebras down here. You don't fuck with zebras anyway. They fucking kill you. Yep. And they don't give a shit. No, they don't. Anyway, let's, um, let's, let's learn a little bit more about zebras fucking around and finding people finding out. No shit. Cause you gotta be a retard to do this. Mm -hmm. I, I just, I'm amazed by the questions. Responders put a tourniquet on the arm of the 72-year-old zebra owner. I need to move They help the victim to a waiting ambulance, but the zebra continues to act aggressively. Apparently, he was being protective of about five or six female zebras that were in the field. Police are advised to stand their ground. Keep looking at it. Yeah. The deputies say they had no choice but to shoot the animal. Zebras are classified as horses in Ohio, but the majestic creatures are much more aggressive. How dangerous are zebras? A zebra could easily kill a human being. It's not just kicking. Biting is a big part of their arsenal when it comes to defending territory or going after a challenger. I got attacked by a zebra. Thankfully, doctors were able to reattach the man's arm and he is now in stable condition. Look, you know, uh, there's a lady, uh, this happened a couple of years ago, at the Cincinnati Zoo. I don't know if you guys remember this or not. There was a lady, she was by the zebra cage, okay? The zebra, the female zebra, okay, they're the worst. Again, it's like alligators. I don't know why. Maybe that's God trying to tell us something. Maybe God's trying to tell us, guys, we, we need to watch out for these fucking whores because I'll tell you what, holy shit. This woman was just there. The fucking the little between there's a there's good good like foot of glass. It's only about four feet high. Mm-hmm. And her shoulder was just leaning into the cage a little bit. That little scream you heard at the end. Mm-hmm. The zebra grabbed her shoulder and bit the shoulder off the woman. That's how strong their their, oh, yeah. their bite force is fucking ridiculous and i'm so mad that they shot that zebra because i, I am too he because was, all he was, he was protecting doing, his his harem that's, that's it. it that's it he was one protecting of them was his pregnant women. one of them was pregnant or there was a new one that's just it. around the corner absolutely and all he was doing was pushing protecting off his family he was to, protecting his family and i'm i'm sorry but no I, I, it might be a racist killing honestly like when andy got out the other day and she killed, she Sorry. ran over the chicken and broke its neck and killed the guinea and ripped the fucking guinea apart. I mean, she slaughtered the guinea. I mean, we got mad at her for a minute, but like we couldn't, we couldn't stay mad at her. No, you can't. 
Because she's a bird it's dog. It's her That's breed. her instinct. That's what she does. Yep. It's her breed. So, uh, same thing. I, I, That's I, what zebras I feel do. Bad. I, I feel bad for the zebra, but, you know, if you don't know, I, I, I just, I, uh, get, it makes me so angry that yeah. people get these animals. They do no research. None. Like, for instance, I did, like, the one of the dogs we got, uh, my Belgian Mal. Um, her Belgian my Belgian Mal, Mal became her Belgian Mal. Um, I always wanted a Belgian Mal. Have you ever watched any of the competitions that Belgian Mal's? You ever watched John Wick? Part in what was it three? No, 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 fuck that. No, that's bullshit. That's the bullshit part. Well, they do that too, though. Well, they do do that, but that's the bullshit part. That my, doesn't my favorite, show the con- okay. content. My favorite and Mal restraint. video is of the puppies, like the eight week old puppies, and they're all there's a, a rope hanging from the ceiling and they go up this little ramp and they jump onto the rope and they swing and then they like jump down from their jaws. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Eight, like eight, 10 week old puppies. Right. They're no joke. The, the male though is like one of the smartest breeds out there, mm-hmm. but the biggest part is they're the most trainable for instance, like because they want to please, there is a, a video there's a group they used to do a competition in america down in texas um every year once a year they were doing these competitions for mouths and they would uh basically set up this competition where you would train your mouth you bring them down there it was basically a discipline and agility test these dogs were required to do some of the weirdest shit you've ever seen i'm talking a mouth can walking from, a, a rope ladder from a sitting stance a mouth can jump over six feet Without a problem, without a problem, clearing his ass end over the top of somebody's head and down. That is how ridiculous those dogs are. Um, they're nuts. Dogs are fucking amazing animals. Mm-hmm. Um, mouths do some of the craziest shit I've ever seen. I've literally watched a mal run up a wall. And I didn't think that was possible just to grab somebody by the throat because he knew he had to kill him. Mm-hmm. And that was ridiculous. Right around me, by the way, I could feel his breath as he went past my head. I was like, "Holy shit!" As he went around and grabbed the dude by yeah, the throat they, and they tore call it out. them fur missiles for a reason. It's not a joke, but these dogs are amazing, though, because like, if you like, for instance, if I'm not the dog's handler and I walk in and I put meat on the floor, the dog will not touch, touch it. it. No, we the could. The dog leave thinks food. it's poison. We could leave food all over the house, and he wouldn't Roger touch it. Would not touch it. Never touch. And it. he would only eat. Whatever I put or whatever well, we put. I, I fed right I had to feed him at once when he deployed and yeah. um and I took over for Roger, then I would have to put his food I could put his food down on the ground and I could leave it there. And until I told him that he could go eat, he'd just leave it there. He wouldn't touch it. Yep. That's that's how well trained they are. Yep. You have to you have to stay on top of these dogs. They're amazing animals. And, and I would what, have to sit next to him. He ate on the porch. I would have to sit next to him the entire time while he was eating. If I got up, he stopped eating. Blue was my favorite dog. Uh, Blue was, he was a, he was a mild shepherd mix. He was quadruple trained. He had all the little, and he was bite trained. But Blue could go from completely calm to the most ferocious thing you've ever seen flying at you with fucking four legs and tear every part of you to pieces. And Blue hated anybody that was an Arab. When we were around Pakistanis or a- actual Afghanis that were not Arabs, like Blue could smell Arabs. Mm-hmm. He knew what an Arab was. Yeah, because so of the food they eat. If we were meeting with them, 
Blue would get extra. I would see Blue's claws start to dig into the dirt. And I was like, oh, shit. I, I would look at my team later and be like, hey, bud, this ain't going to turn out good. And he goes, why? Blue smells an Arab. And he goes, you're fucking kidding me. I was like, nope. And I'm telling you, Blue was fucking amazing. He was the, he was, he was the ultimate predator. No bullshit. He really was. He fucking could smell it. He was like, yep, there's an Arab here. And blue would go right after the Arabs. He fucking hated Arabs. If he smelled them first, oh, they were done. Actually, it was really whoever was shooting at us first. And then it was any Arab after that. Our friend up in Connecticut just sent me this. Um, Rennie's story of a modern day war dog in his pack. Yep. It's his buddy's book. And on the cover is this dog. And well, that looks like Roger. It does look just like Roger. I don't know if y'all can see that dog, but that's Rennie. Yeah. That's no shit. It's, it's, I'm telling you. Yeah, they're fucking, no, they're those, no joke. Those dogs are no joke. Yep. Anyway, it is, uh, hold on. It is about that time, isn't it? Yeah, it but we're gotta, a little past it. Actually. I got I to load it up. So give me a second before you hit that. Don't All right. That well, yet. let me play this then. Because right. this isn't that. This is only 47 seconds. Okay. This will give you plenty of time. Let me do this first. So Rhonda Sanchez is back at it. Because he fucked around. He found out. You know what, Piers? If I was President Donald J. Trump, I would have fired Dr. Fauci. Really? That's interesting. But don't you think you sound like a Monday morning quarterback when you say things like these? I mean, you did lock down your state and you wore that stupid mask for a very long time. Absolutely not. You know what? If I was President Lincoln, I would have probably dodged that bullet like Neo in that Matrix movie. Wait, what? Are you being serious? And you know what else? I would have told Elvis to fire his manager and to stop taking those pills. He would still be alive today, thanks to me. Wait, now you're saving Elvis? Sure, why not? I could even hit the winning lottery number every single time, since I can apparently travel back in time and do all the stupid shit I can come up with. Okay, this is not uh, going as planned. Is it not, Pierce? I, I don't know, Pierce. <laughs> That was pretty funny, though. Yes. I, I, I like that AI shit. AI shit sometimes is hysterical. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. But, hey, if you don't have it, get it. Light it up. Get ready. Here we go. Mm-hmm. It's about that time. Pack it up. Roll it up. Light it up. Smoke it up. It's from the bone. Oh, they're funny. Those bitches are funny. You know, Lana said something today. Go for it. While she was crying over Justin. Thanks, Lana. You almost brought me to tears. It's not hard, by the way. Just in the case of Justin. Otherwise, you can't fucking make me cry. But... That makes me cry in it. Yeah, the drop of a hat. But she said, uh, Justin, we're here. Justin, we're still with us. Shit would have kicked off a ways ago. We probably would have already gone. Because uh, the two of you together? No. I don't think so because Justin... Well, 
I just don't think so. It's just all. I, uh... Either way. Yeah, about that. <laughs> it's not Thanks, a bad thing. Clowns. It's not a bad thing. I'm just saying... Um... It's not time yet. Soon. You'll know when it's time. And it's not time yet. Well, I've, I've, I've heard a lot of your ideas about um, the birthday. Uh, I, I've been giving it some thought. Um... I, I think we're going to go with your idea and do the last episode. Play the last show? Okay. Yep. I think that's the best way to do it. And, uh... Okay. I think maybe, yeah. <laughs> we're, I, I was... I'm in between. I'm in between his last show and the last show he had us on. No, let's do the last... Let his, let's do his last show. Okay. Yeah. We'll do his last Because I don't know about you, but I haven't seen it. I haven't looked at it. I but I was there show. for the last show we did with him, so I know how that went. Yeah. Uh, so let's play his last show. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, we'll let it go then. I okay. guess we'll do... I, I think that's the best way to do it because I don't want to... I'm not going to sit here and bore you to death with whatever we talked about and funny, stupid shit we, we talked about. That'd be mm -hmm. gay. But I figured maybe just let him tell us. Mm -hmm. And, um, <laughs> man. Oof. I don't think it, I, I think it was a short show. I think it was only like what, 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah, it was like 45 minutes or an hour yeah. long, something like that. Yep. Because <clears throat> I went back to look to see how long it was. It was yep. only like an hour. But, um, hmm. Yep. Anywho. Anywho. All right. More fuck around and find out. Yeah. This As is, we're um, still there. What is this? I'm afraid to ask. There's a photo shoot going on in Italy with the two girls kissing, and this nun like freaks out and breaks them apart. No, she's telling them this is a sin. Yeah. This is a sin. You yes. can't do this. Yes. Who would do this? Why would you do this? What is wrong with you? Good God. Oh my Lord! What? Why? Why is this happening? That's what you were saying. Oh my Lord! Why is this happening? Mm -hmm. Wow! Throwing it out there. Mm -hmm. You know, you know what the coolest thing about nuns are? This is the coolest thing I found out learning about my own religion. Um, and your aunt, who's a nun. Nuns don't. They don't. They don't they, fuck around. They report to an order. They don't report to an order of the church. They actually don't fall under Vatican protection. Nuns do. Mark, don't make me turn off stickers. So when, when you think about what a nun is, and when you think about what nuns do, they actually don't fall under the protection of the church. And they can literally say what, whatever the fuck they want, whatever they want. They are literally granted that protection from the church. Mm -hmm. Hey, you tell us when we're fucking up. Mm -hmm. That's what the nuns do. 
They have no filter. That's why most nuns you find are very, they're very boisterous and they very, they very much don't represent what you think a nun would represent mm -hmm. because they're more like moms than they are nuns because they'll whoop the shit out of you when you're fucking up like a dumbass. Oh, they'll leave an eraser sitting in your ear, man, sister Susan. I, I, I just, I this is like, Hey, you know, that nun's not fucking around. She's like, look, what are you doing? Are you serious? Sister, you we would have never done this back in the day. Sister Susan taught, what, first grade? Yeah. For 50 years. I think now it's 53 years. Anyway. Um, She's up there. At the kids' the kids' old school. Their old elementary school. And uh, she didn't fuck around. There was a little girl in her class. And of course, our son had her wrapped around his pinky finger from day like negative three when we went in for parent teacher, like meet the teacher night. And he'd been there for kindergarten and he went in for first grade and he and he gets in there and he sees his desk in the is right in the front row. And he goes up and he goes, Sister Susan, thank you so much for my desk placement. And she was like, OK, you're welcome. And he goes, I get to be right in front of you all day. And he was so excited. And she was really excited too. After that, that was it. He was, he was golden. He was in like Flint. There was, he could do no wrong. He adored sister Susan. And so she adored him, but no one else did. And, uh, there was one little girl that she made cry every single day for six weeks. They pulled her and put her back in kindergarten because she couldn't handle sister Susan. Sister Susan's no fucking joke. Like she'll just tell it like it is. And this little girl obviously had been, you know, pandered to her entire six years of her life. Um, yeah. But uh, I mean, that's, that's, that's what nuns are like. That's what nuns are like. When they you don't find fuck around. Out, they, they really don't. They, nope. When you learn this about them and you find out that their order actually doesn't even trace back to the Vatican, you were like, in, guess where their order traces back to? Hmm. France. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say where because mm -hmm. you and I both know where that place is. Yes, absolutely. Anywho, all right, play this next one. Sarah might be one of their you originally forefathers. Uh, I'm just saying. Yep. What do I this know? is in France right now. Speaking of, this is Bordeaux. This is the their administration building, their town hall or whatever in Bordeaux. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. France is burning. Oh, they're not. They, we're back to we're the revolution. The French yep. Revolution. Oh, and here's Justin Trudeau. Y'all are going to love this. This is Trudeau? You are going to fucking love this. Is this a fuck around and find out? Dude, watch this. He's fucking around I right now. A few years ago, I, I, before the pandemic, before much of this, um, I got fascinated with the idea of flat earthers. Now, this is an entirely new phenomenon. There wasn't really any moment back in recorded history. Not the ancient Greeks or the ancient Babylonians or the Incas or whoever else who actually wondered whether the earth was actually flat or not. And Christopher Columbus, they knew the earth was round. There was no danger he was going to fall off the edge of the world. That wasn't what people worried about when he was setting off to discover the Americas or discover a shortcut to India. Um, but recently, over the past few years, a whole bunch of people have decided that the world is flat. 
Now, everything we know about science, from the people we've sent to the moon, uh, to the photos we've taken from space, to how we explain day versus night and seasons, we know that the Earth is round. But there, there are a whole bunch of people out there who have decided that the Earth is flat. And they hang out with each other, and they find different ways of proving to themselves that the Earth is, Earth is flat. Now that may not seem like a very serious thing, because someone who believes the Earth is flat is not going to necessarily cause tremendous harm to everyone else. But the ability to start to believe something that simply isn't true, because enough people are telling you and reinforcing that around you, actually starts creating real problems and can bring, bring us as a society to very scary places. And that's why we're still very much trying to figure it out. How to make sure we're protecting people's freedom of speech and freedom of expression. We're making sure uh, that marginalized communities and people who are traditionally uh, uh, oppressed by majorities continue to be protected in all the ways they need to be in societies. Because Okay. When, when, when did they start teaching what the round fuck? earth? First off, when did they start teaching round earth? I want to say it was 1920s. No, it was 18, it was the 1890s. No, no, it was actually. No, it was Laura fucking Ingram on the fucking, on the fucking homestead. Laura Ingalls, Wilder. Uh, Janet. That was Janet, 1890s. No, they were still teaching flat earth. As early oh, as like 1950. No, no, when but, did they start teaching round earth no, oh, in did, public schools? When did they stop teaching, teaching flat, flat earth? earth? It was like 1920s. Yeah, it, was, it was the 20s or Generally, the 30s. Generally, yeah. yeah. In fact, Janet, our friend Janet, Deplorable Nation, Deplorable Janet, was taught flat earth. She's not that old, but she was taught flat earth in school. Yeah. 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 So right off the bat, when he starts out with a lie, you know, everything else he says after that is a lie. Okay. 1960s yeah 1960s they started teaching round earth oh he's absolutely worth actually you know what victoria i'm sorry you're exactly it was a little bit before it was like um the late 1950s you know when it started it's, right after roswell no 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 it started with universal universal that image of the earth going around is the first image we see of round earth. And that's right. Disney, the Disney cartoon had the first globe, hmm. right? Um, Good argument. That was before we ever supposedly meant went to the moon or left the earth to be able to see from space what it looked like. Well, Leanna yeah. brought up the whole clock thing today. Do you hear about clock? no no no? Do you hear about the new calendar they're oh, coming yeah. out with? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Is does that line up with the Literally, biblical? Uh, Thirteen months. Yes. Yes. Twenty-eight days in a month. Now, if they change I, the days to okay, eighteen so hours if if, and five days in a week, they're talking about that. Eighteen hours and five yes. days in a week. I mean, that is literally Enoch. That's what we learned last Sunday or whatever. Two Sundays. No, last yeah, Sunday. No, it was last. Yeah. When she was here. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yes. Yes. God damn it. <sighs> Fuck.
Uh, all right, John. John's always good for the fact check. 1950, they went full round sphere, but in the 20s, it was first introduced. So we were right all the way around. All right. So we're good. Then. Okay. We're still good, John. Yeah. Hey, I, I hold us to the fucking facts, bro. Dead serious. Hold us to the facts. I don't remember everything. That's why I got you guys listening. You guys are some of the smartest motherfuckers out there. All I know is you guys are sitting I there do behind tend to keyboards. I remember everything, which is how I everything. pulled out both the 20s and the 50s out of my but brain. I, I do remember. Right. I remember the 50s. I don't remember the 20s. Yeah. What was the 20s? That was when they first started. Um, teaching it as an alternate theory in public schools. Because I remember in 1893, schools. 1893, they started out the frontier and they were hitting those little schools out the frontier where they were like, hey, look, no, we don't actually live on a flat plane. We live on this round ball. Mm -hmm. And then everybody was chastising that as witchcraft and they were threatened to kill the teachers. And I remember mm -hmm. all that shit. Mm -hmm. 1920s, it, it became accepted as teaching theory. in public school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. When NASA was formed, well, go, That's go figure. Anyway, go figure. so um, but with that, so Mark Jason Walker, six days a week lunar. Yes, that's what we thought until we went over the Book of Enoch, and they very specifically say five days in a week. Yeah, there's five days in a week. Yeah, and lunar doesn't matter. Yeah, lunar's the extra day. Mm -hmm. That was the part that I didn't understand until I read it the third time. Lunar's the extra day. It's mm -hmm. where you get it from. No, I know you are, John. We know all, of, dude. You, we got your message. We appreciate it. Okay. We were just joking around the other night. I wasn't seriously fucking with you. I really wasn't. But we like that. We like that. Hey, please mm -hmm. fact check us. We like that. So anyway, I Justin Trudeau is a fucking moron as usual. He is. But flat earthers are truly dangerous, and um, they're they're the reason that they should censor people's speech, according to Trudeau. I wonder why. I don't know because it know. speaks a different narrative than they if, know. Yeah, so. I mean it's okay for people to believe that they're you know not the same genders they were actually born. That's that's fine, but you know this is the flat difference. Earth. No, because when you Back, believe in flat Earth, from that's Texas, Jay recognizes for five minutes, Mr. Crenshaw. Thank you, Madam Chair. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chu, for uh, bringing Republicans and Democrats together. I uh, appreciate that. Uh, I want to get right to the critical point of concern. So TikTok is able to collect massive amounts of personal data. We all know that. That means it could, if it desired to, use this data to influence narratives and trends, create misinformation campaigns, encourage self-destructive behavior, purposefully allow drug cartels to communicate freely and organize human and drug trafficking. And to be fair, all social media companies could do that. But here's the difference. It is only TikTok that is controlled by the Chinese Communist Party. All these other social media companies are not. Mr. Chu, do you agree that TikTok is controlled by the CCP? No. Okay. I thought you'd say that. I disagree, as you thought I might say. Um, here's why I disagree. Your, your parent company is ByteDance, right? That's correct. It is correct. So many of the workers who work at ByteDance, they're Communist Party members, right? I, I wouldn't know. Well, ex well, I think, for example, the, the chief editor at ByteDance, Zhang Vuping, is the Communist Party secretary, correct? He works on the Chinese business, not on TikTok. Right. He works for ByteDance, the parent company. He works company. on the Chinese business. Right. The parent company of TikTok. The Chinese business is uh, called Douyin. Yeah, but it's all associated with ByteDance, right? Um, 
So ByteDance owns a number of businesses. Right. They are you all report to ByteDance. Everybody's part of ByteDance. Okay. And do you know of any other employees that work for ByteDance that are part of the Chinese Communist Party? Like I said, you know, they are, ByteDance has owns Chinese businesses and they operate in China. You don't know how many, but you acknowledge many must be card-carrying members of the CCP, right? They're in the Chinese business, yes. Oh, yeah, I mean, the CCP holds a what's called a golden share in ByteDance that allows the CCP to control one board seat in ByteDance. That's publicly That's reported. not correct. It's not they correct. Said, it's no, been it's publicly reported. We, they admitted it's, to it. It's, it's, you can, uh, on our website, we have updated it so we have, can give people more transparent information right. on this. They have a share in a subsidiary that is only for the Chinese business. It has nothing to do with TikTok. And okay. it's for the purposes of content licensing in China. So there, there's not an internal CCP committee, which is a, a regular thing that happens in China. They have a CCP committee internally inside the company. I, I run TikTok. I, I cannot represent Byte the Chinese dance. business. Talking about ByteDance. No arrangement in ByteDance. So uh, again, here's, here, here's the main point of concern. China's 2017 national intelligence law states very clearly that, quote, any organization or citizen shall support, assist, and cooperate with state intelligence work in accordance with the law and maintain the secrecy of all knowledge of state intelligence work. In other words, ByteDance and also your TikTok employees that live in China, they must cooperate with Chinese intelligence whenever they are called upon. And if they are called upon, they're bound to secrecy. That would include you. So, Mr. Chu, if the CCP tells ByteDance to turn over all data that TikTok has collected inside the U.S., even within Project Texas, do they have to do so, according to the Chinese law? Con Congressman, first, I'm, I'm Singaporean. Um, That's fine. Yeah. But there are employees of yours and ByteDance is in China. We, we understand this concern. In my opening statement, we said, we hear these concerns. We didn't try to avoid them or you know, trivialize them. We built something where we take that data and put it out of reach. This is what we did. We put it out of reach. Out of reach, but they own you. No, we put it out of reach by storing them. ByteDance owns TikTok. If ByteDance is told, and, and the CCP owns ByteDance because the CCP, CCP owns everybody in China. Well, and so we, by law, they can make them do whatever they want. And they say that by law, you can't tell anyone about it. So they can make you hand over that data. Is that a correct? The data is stored here in American soil by an American well, company overseen we, by American We thought that, but leaked audio from 80 internal TikTok meetings shows that U.S. user data has been repeatedly accessed from China when you said it hasn't been. And here's the other thing, following back on my, 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 my colleague's line of questioning, in your own privacy policy, it says that you may share information within your so-called corporate group. Is ByteDance part of that corporate group? If you're talking about this, the share of the, the entity with, right. the, with the share, I, like I shared so with is, uh, the previous... Um, is ByteDance part of the corporate group? ByteDance as a holding company is, is part of the corporate group, yes. It's part of the corporate group. Yeah. Okay, so your own privacy policy says you have to share data with ByteDance. And if the CCP says, hey, ByteDance, you're going to do what we say, and you can't tell anyone about it because by law, according to that 2017 uh, national intelligence law, they have to do it. That's our concern. Maybe That's you haven't done it yet, but my point is that you might have to. And that's where our concerns come from. I mean, over, over 300 TikTok employees have worked for China's state-run propaganda media. That's just from looking at their LinkedIn profiles. Okay, so here, and my last point is this. I want to say this to all the teenagers out there and, and TikTok influencers who think we're just old and out of touch and don't know what we're talking about, trying to take away your favorite app. You may not care that your data is being accessed now, but it will be one day when you do care about it. And here's the real problem. With data comes power. They can choose what you see and how you see it. They can make you believe things that are not true. They can encourage you to engage in behavior that will destroy your life. Even if it is not happening yet, it could in the future. The long-term goal of the Chinese Communist Party is the demise of the American power, and that starts with our youth.
At any moment, they could demand that all of TikTok's data be used to design an AI algorithm with the sole purpose of promoting Chinese interests and destroying our society from within. You want to know why that's Democrat, why that's why Democrats and Republicans have come together on this? That's why we are so concerned. Thank you. And I yield back. Well, he's a Democrat, so you're going to have true. that. But it is interesting to hear mm -hmm. that coming out of his mouth because I got to tell you, that's exactly the worry that I have. That's exactly the worry that I have with TikTok. That's the worry that we have. That's the worry you have. That's the worry you have for your kids. How are they going to identify you? What list are you going to be on? Where are you going to be? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, the Chinese are better at this than we are. Oh, yeah. You know that, right? I mean, you all are aware of that. The Chinese are better at this than we are. Hmm. Just saying. They can collect information better than we can. I put money on that. Yep. Telling you right now, no bullshit. Rusty Freedom, welcome to the chat. But there's more. There's more. And they were going to follow individual American citizens. I ask you again, Mr. Chu, has ByteDance spied on American citizens? I don't think the spying is the right way to describe it. Right. This is ultimately... We can differ on this that. Is, this is ultimately an internal Any investigation. Any TikTok or ByteDance data that is viewed, stored, or passes through China is subject to the laws of China. One-party authoritarian state hostile... Yeah. So tell me again how your information right hasn't word. been stolen. Yeah. Yeah, your information's been stolen, folks. If you thought it wasn't, I got bad news for you. Mm -hmm. It's been stolen. You didn't. Okay. There we go. It's all good. I'm just going to jump hmm. over this one. Yeah. She's going to pretty much say the same Kevin. thing. Yep. It's only 20 seconds. So. Mm -hmm. My colleague, yet. Representative Lada, confirmed that your parent company, ByteDance, currently can access user data. Yes. Let's, uh, we have to be yes. more specific. Um, yes. After you Project Texas, no. I'm not asking after Project Texas. I'm asking now. Yes. Some user data is public data, Congresswoman, which so means everybody can. No, your data is still available out there. Mm -hmm. That's why we're getting rid of TikTok. This is why TikTok mm -hmm. is something the blue and the red can somehow agree, agree on. on really weird how they can agree on a social media platform but when it comes to helping americans no. we can't fucking agree on it no 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 joe still hasn't been to east palestine ohio yeah so when's he going out there hey know, joe a month ago or more joe. he said he was going to show up there eventually and he hasn't, he hasn't hey joe about it since then you're one of those guys right from back on the block right fucker all right hey no. When are you going they're to not, East Palestine, you fucking piece of shit? They're not his people there. Anyway, keep keep going on uh, TikTok. We'll we'll get to that fucking bit. cocksucker. I know. I know. Piece of shit, motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Jesus, makes you wonder. Makes you wonder. But TikToks, you know, don't worry. They've been spying on us forever. So it's True. all good. It's all good. Yield to the lady from Arizona, Ms. Lesko, for five minutes. Thank you, Madam Chair. Mr. Chu, do you agree that the Chinese government has persecuted the Uyghur population? Congresswoman, you, if you use our app and you open it, you will find our users who that's give not, all sorts of content. That's not my question. My question is, do you agree that the Chinese government has persecuted the Uyghur population? Well, 
it's really concerning to hear about all accounts of human rights abuse. My role here is to explain what our platform does on this. It's a pretty easy question. Do you agree that the Chinese government has persecuted the Uyghur population? Congressman, I'm here to describe TikTok and what we do as a platform. And as a platform, we allow our users to freely express their views on this issue and any other issue that matters to them. Well, you didn't answer the question. Well, there's a reason he didn't yes. answer Remember the question. Before he because said he it's was true. He they said he was Singaporean. Correct. So he, he didn't answer to the CCP. Doesn't mean he can speak against them. He does answer no. to the CCP. Yes, he does. Absolutely. If he doesn't, do you imagine? Remember, Singapore is no longer a Look, free colony. It, Singapore is now owned and run by China, China and they took yes. away their rights. And let me tell you something. You speak out against China, your head gets cut off Especially in the street. You want to know Congress? why? Do you want to know why? Because they're going to make an example out of you. Because they're going to make an example out of you yep. so that everybody else doesn't do the same thing you do. Yep. Okay. Uh, we have CLB, got that's a good question. Folks, why is this a question for the head of TikTok? For exactly the reason that we just said, because she wanted to make a point that he would not speak out against China yep. when he had previously said that he was Singaporean. Yep. So that was that was a Telltale giveaway. Yeah, that was that was a good way to 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 do that. Back that bitch up. Yep. That's yeah, that's true. And it's funny because they try to go back to their states. They're like, well, we're not about Florida. Mm-hmm. This is about Texas. No, 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 no. This is about all 50 yeah. states, motherfucker. No, no, yep. no. No, no. No, you cocksucker. You can't play that game. You're not an American. If you were an American, maybe, but you're not an American, so. You're Singaporean. You told us that. Dumbass. This is a good one. Thank you, Madam Chairwoman. Mr. Sho, are you aware of Chinese Communist Party leader Chairman Xi Jinping's comments in May 2021 during a Communist Politburo study session where he instructed colleagues to target different countries, different audiences with short form video? Are you aware of these comments? Yes or no? Congressman, I'm not aware of these comments. Okay. Well, and as was pointed out by Chairwoman Rogers, you have regular contact with Chinese Communist Party Secretary, Mr. Zhang Fuping, who is your boss at ByteDance, correct? No. No? No. He's neither my boss, nor do we have frequent contact. But you have regular contact with ByteDance? Uh, with uh, the CEO of ByteDance. Who is... Mr. Zhang Fuping is the editor-in-chief. He's not. My colleague, Representative Burgess, uh, a few minutes ago exposed that TikTok and ByteDance share legal teams. You confirmed this, correct? Our general counsel is uh, an American uh, lawyer of Microsoft. Also, my colleague, Representative Lada, confirmed that your parent company, ByteDance, currently can access user data. Yes? Let's, uh, we have to be more specific. Um, Yes. After you Project say, Texas, no. I'm not asking after Project Texas. I'm asking now. Yes. Some user data is public data, Congresswoman, which so means everybody that. can search What's interesting to me is that you have used the word transparency over a half a dozen times in your opening testimony and subsequently again in your answers to my colleagues. Yet the interesting thing to me is that ByteDance, your parent company, has gone out of their way to hide an airbrush corporate structure ties to the CCP, the company's founder, and their activities. You can look no further than the fact that ByteDance website has been scrubbed. In fact, we found web pages from the Beijing Internet Association, the industry association charged with Communist Party building uh, work of internet companies in Beijing. They have been archived, but since deleted. Makes you kind of wonder why. Yes or no, ByteDance is required to have a member of the Chinese government on its board with veto power. Is that correct? 
No, that is not correct. Uh, ByteDance owns some Chinese businesses, and you're talking about this very special subsidiary that is Mr. for Show. Chinese business licensing. Mr. Show, I'm going to have to move on. You've said repeatedly that there is no threat, that this is an inner, a platform for entertainment and for fun. I have to ask you then, if there is no threat to Americans, if there is no threat to our data, privacy, security, why did an internal memo from TikTok corporate headquarters explicitly coach senior management to, quote, downplay the parent company ByteDance? Why would they say downplay the China Association and downplay AI? This is from an internal memo from your company. Why, if you had nothing to hide, would you need to downplay the association with ByteDance in China? Congresswoman, I have not seen this UK, memo. UK can't answer can that say question. Mr. Show, I'd like to direct your attention to the screen for a short video, if you don't mind. Mr. Show, that video was posted 41 days ago. As you can see, it is captioned me as F at the House Energy and Commerce Committee on March 23rd of this year. This video was posted before this hearing was publicly noticed. I think that's a very interesting point to raise. But more concerning is the fact that it names this chairwoman by name. Your own community guidelines state that you have a firm stance against enabling violence on or off TikTok. We do not allow people to use our platform to threaten or incite violence or to promote violent extremist organizations, individuals, or acts. When there is a threat to public safety or an account is used to promote or glorify off-platform violence, we ban the account. This video has been up for 41 days. It is a direct threat to the chairwoman of this committee, the people in this room, and yet it still remains on the platform. And you expect us to believe that you are capable of maintaining the data security, privacy, and security of 150 million Americans where you can't even protect the people in this room? I think that is a blatant display of how vulnerable people who use TikTok are. You couldn't take action after 41 days when a clear threat, a very violent threat to the chairwoman of this committee and the members of this committee was posted on your platform. You damn well know that you cannot protect the data and security of this committee or the 150 million users of your app because it is an extension of the CCP. And with that, I yield back. Can I have a Damn. Can I have a second to talk? No. No. Nope. Nope. Sorry, my time's up. Nope. Cocksucker. She gets a thunder kick and a freedom clip. Oh, yeah. Thunder. 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 Thunder kick. Get the fuck oh. out of here. Oh. Oh. <laughs> she brought the That they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. She brought the trifecta. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. I agree. Yeah. I, I, she, she brought the heat on that one. She was like, hey, fucker. Look, we've already, she kind of showed the hand, though. 
She's like, look, we know about all this. How do we know about this? Because we've been collecting intelligence on it. Yeah, I think you're right, Leo. I think that poor guy's going to get disappeared soon. <laughs> he's going to he's going to fall off the face of the earth, dude. Come he's, on, he's his plane's going to go down. Mm-hmm. His pilot's going to have an accident. Yep. Yeah. I wonder. Wonder about it. Mm-hmm. You got to these days. And then they're going to charge his family for the cost of the plane. Oh my god! And all the other people on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Family go completely bankrupt. Be done. Damn. Sucks to be you. Mm. Big Mike. TikTok surveils us all. And the Chinese Communist Party is able to use this as a tool to manipulate America as a whole. We do not trust TikTok will ever embrace American values. Values for freedom, human rights, and innovation. TikTok has repeatedly chosen the path for more control, more surveillance, and more manipulation. Your platform should be banned. I expect today you'll say anything to avoid this outcome, like you are 100% responsible for what TikTok does, that you suddenly endorse a national data privacy standard, that Project Texas is more than a marketing scheme, that TikTok doesn't harm our innocent children. You know, call me old fashioned. But her mic is the only mic active because this is in this is in Congress, but her mic's the only mic active right now. I heard a lot of like it sounded like TikTok posts coming through. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that? Yep. Am am I Look, wrong? He's showing her something on the phone. Hmm. Oh yeah, no, she's they're they're looking for something on purpose. Okay, yeah, I'm just wondering because oh, yeah. it, it sounded weird because it sounded like TikTok posts coming Are you on go the back phone. To her? No, that was it. Okay, it's all she had. Okay, it was over. The video was over. Okay, well, you don't let me. It's not my fault. Mm-hmm. You downloaded it, not me. I'm just saying, it sounded weird. Here we go. Uh, see, I got a problem with Buddy Carter too. Well, uh, I mean, no, he, he did I, get you his hit your passport. I don't. But on the other hand, he did photobomb you two years ago on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, well, I kind of photobombed him. I think that was the other thing. Okay, maybe because it was kind of like one of these. Yeah, I gotcha. Understanding that they're looking at the eyes. How do you determine what age they are then? Um, we rely on age gating as our key age assurance. Age gating, which is when you ask the user what age they are. We have also developed some tools where we look at their public profile um, to go through the videos that they post to see whether... Well, that's creepy. Tell me more about that. It's public. So if you post a video, that's, you choose that video to go public. That's how you get people to see your video. We look at those to see if you, it matches up the age that you talked about. Now, this is a real challenge for our industry because... Privacy versus age assurance is a really big problem. Look, look, you keep talking about the industry. We're talking about TikTok here. We're talking about children dying. Do you know how many children have died because of this? Do you have any idea? Can you tell me? Uh, uh, Congressman, again, it's heartbreaking. Can you tell me if how many children in America have died because of challenges like this? The majority of pe- people who use our platform use it for 
positive experiences. They I, are, I, I, that's not what I ask you. I some, ask you, tell me the number of children, of U.S. children who have died because of these challenges. Congressman, uh, again, the majority of majority of people who come on our platform get a good I'm experience. not talking about the majority of children. I want to know a number. Dangerous challenges are not allowed on our platform. If we find them, we will remove them. We take this very seriously. Obviously, you found one today and you removed it. We had to bring it to your attention, and I know I'm out of time. Thank you for being here. Welcome again to the most bipartisan committee in Congress. Gentlemen, you'll... That was funny. No shit. Bipartisan committee in Congress, whatever. Do you know what challenges feature on TikTok in China or Japan or South Korea? I don't know. That would be probably the ones that the government clears. Mm, that would be things like uh, STEM challenges, like who can build a, uh, a working robot the fastest mm. or um, who can, uh, you know, develop a an AI bot or something like that. Those are the types of challenges that they have in China. Educational challenges. Here in America, we have the retard challenges. Correct. Like, hey, how many people can you kill with this? Correct. Tide pods? Exactly. Hmm. Exactly. Yes, okay. Lindsay, exactly. Engineering challenges. They have engineering challenges for children. Children. Interesting. Eight, nine, ten-year-olds that our seniors in high school couldn't even comprehend how to do and their children that are you know younger than our youngest are are doing these engineering challenges mm -hmm. because they are they're constantly learning their education is their focus not their gender not their feelings their education mm. their future their path now i will say that has taken a toll on their societies. Did you know that the birth rate in South Korea right now is like less than one person or less than one child per person? Well, yeah, because they it's, were killing it's girls like point, for so It's long. like point seven. No, no, that's China. That's not South Korea. No, that was South Korea. Well, no, it's like point seven eight. Stop. It's because you've been to South Korea. I've no, been there. Well, okay. Well, the cost, okay. of, but now the cost of living is so high. And they're so focused, they're trained, they're raised from an early age to be so focused on their careers and their job. Hun, there their was, family has taken a, a step back from there that. There was 22 years where they were murdering every female baby born. Okay. So, so stop. Don't uh, even, right. I, I, they kind of deserve what they got. You, you, you got to the fuck around level of 10. <laughs> you're finding out now at a level of 10. Well, South Korea has the lowest birth rate right now in the entire world. So there's a good reason for it because there's more men than there are women. Mm. And that's a huge And the problem. women that there there are, like they're giving mothers, you know, bonuses or extra time off. Like they're looking at a, a year and a half long maternity leave. Yep. And the women are like, we don't want a year and a half long maternity leave. We want child sick care centers. Because if we take a year and a half off from work, we're what never going to go. We're not going to go back. Like there's yeah. not going to be a job for us or we're going to be so far behind or, you know, we're going to go look down on like. We need more childcare centers. We need more, you know, options for coming back. To yeah, work. going back to work. Um, they don't want you to. That that's not to make that's reproduction not, the big thing now. It's not how they're doing so that's it. That's how they're doing. Yep, it. they're trying to go back to the standard, the the old school mm -hmm. um, nuclear family. But two they, kids, they fuck their culture so hard. Yep. Uh, honestly, you need you need two point one children per family on average. So, you know, some people have three kids, some people have two kids. Occasionally you have someone with one kid. That's how you maintain a, a 
a birth rate population. Um, we are all so far below that right now. It's not even funny. We're not even close yeah. to where we're supposed to be. We do not have enough young people to support our, our elderly population, our nope. aging population. That's why we have such a, infrastructure. Look at the work Nothing. problem. Yeah. You, you look anywhere. Look at the people who are going to get jobs. Mm-hmm. I was offered a job the other day. Yeah, making 30 bucks an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and I was I'm still contemplating it. But mm-hmm. I, you know, it's that type of shit though. It's like, Hey, kids don't want to work. No kids to apparently don't want to make 30 bucks an hour. Where are you going to, where are you going to get 30 bucks an hour? I mean, now they start to McDonald's at like 15, $16 an hour. Yep. That's twice what they're making. I, and I got better. I get better all around everything else. Health, dental, whole bit. We'd actually be back in the dental plane again. You're don't need ridiculous. it. Mm-hmm. No, we don't. But it was mm-hmm. a, an option. I'm just saying. I mean, think about it. And he's worried, obviously, about the podcast. Well, how am I going to be home in time to do the show every night? And I said, if they're that desperate for people, you set your own hours. You tell them. Let, oh, that's what I, I, get, what I would do. I'd I got to like, be out hey, the door look, by 4 p.m. every I'll be day. Here at 7, I'll be here at 730 yep. on the dot every day. But I, I'm out the door I'm by out 4. I'm out the door by 4. No ifs, ands, or buts. I have an evening obligation. Yep. Every day. So. I, uh, hey, $30 an hour, I could keep the podcast going for a hot minute mm-hmm. until the economy shut down and yeah. everything went to shit. That's the only problem. Yeah. That wouldn't last very long mm-hmm. after the economy went to shit. The other job will last longer. That's the problem. Cause well, see, no, that's, that's, that's your problem is you have this thing that's so rare these days. What's that? It's called loyalty. Wow. So even though your current job literally pays you shit, you've been there for five years since they started six, but, six yeah. years since they started the company yep. and it's not about the money. It's about the loyalty. It's about the camaraderie. It's about your team. Well, yeah. So that's. Again, that's something that's there. seriously missing from the workforce. That's another problem. Yeah, I guess. Well, fuck. Minor problem. <laughs> Minor problem. Thanks, Lindsay. I know. Bitch. <laughs> we love you. I'm joking. Mm. Anyway, fuckers. All right. Moving right along. Look at this one. Pete Buttigieg. Oh, oh, that's right. We're in uh, this folder is called Lib Lies. Yes. Lib Lies. Where were you in the fucking trains were really? really? Thank you, uh, Mr. Chairman. Mr. Secretary. How are you, babies? Thank you for asking. They're doing all right. As we were talking about earlier, my father used to tell me. You'll never know love until you have a child. (laughs) It's a different kind of love. It is a different kind of love. It's a wonderful thing. I want to ask you a a philosophical question, Mr. Secretary. Hmm. How you and your team go about deciding whether to promulgate a new rule. Hmm. Let me give you an example. Study after study... Um, has shown that the number of 
teenagers you have in a car is directly proportional to their chance of having a wreck. Um, and, and we've known this for years. I'm not recommending this rule because, frankly, I don't know how I'd vote on it if it came to us. But suppose one of your team members came to you and said, look, if, if we promulgate a rule that you can't have, if you have a teenage driver, you can't have more, any other teenagers in the car with that teenage driver, how would you go about analyzing that? Well, in this type of case, it would likely reflect the traditional division of labor that we've had between the federal government and the states, in that the federal government tends to regulate the design of a vehicle, uh, the design of the roads, uh, and safety issues related to that physical infrastructure and the physical vehicle, while state DMVs and state laws tend to regulate the conduct of a driver. So the very thing you're mentioning, for example, I think is why in some states there's a gradual approach where when you have your learner's permit, you can be behind the wheel, uh, but there are restrictions on who could be in the vehicle with you for exactly that reason. I know you're asking this philosophically and not in terms of the particular policy that you're, uh, that you're using as an illustration, but to zoom out more generally, we would look, as my answer up to now might indicate, at our authorities and our responsibilities. We'd look at the data and where it leads us. We'd look at what we think is likely to happen if we were to promulgate a rule like that. And then, of course, we'd get a lot of feedback. Uh, we would make sure that uh, we have an understanding of what uh, uh, the, the different stakeholders think is important, uh, information we might not be privy to. Now, having said all of that, the truth is it's rarely the case that we imagine a rule and go out into a universe as a blank state, a slate and find out what might happen around it. Usually there has been dialogue, debate, and data building up for years that makes a potential rule rise higher on the list of a department that can only take so many regulatory steps at a time. And of course, it's also working to revise and occasionally withdraw older rules that are still on the books. But hopefully that gives you some sense of the approach that we would take and that we do take when we're thinking about our rulemaking authorities. Okay. Um, I want to get in one other question while I have time. In uh, fiscal year 2021 in our appropriations bill, uh, we, we, uh, we created, we meaning Congress, a National Center of Excellence for Liquefied Natural Gas Safety. Um, and the, the, uh, the statute I'll just quote it to you. It's short. Quote, in determining, this is what the statute says, in determining the location of the center, the secretary shall, not may, but shall, locate the center in the state with the largest LNG production capacity as determined by the total capacity in billion cubic feet per day of LNG production authorized by the federal energy Regulatory Commission under Section 3 of the Natural Gas Act as of the date of enactment of this act. That's Louisiana. Louisiana has a production capacity of 21.2 billion cubic feet a day. Your, uh, your Pipeline and Hazardous Material Safety Administration uh, doesn't seem to want to locate the center in our state my state. 
Can you tell me why, if you know? I'll have to consult with the, the Pipeline and Hazardous Safety and Material Administration to understand the latest on that center of excellence. But I can certainly uh, tell you that uh, we, of course, ensure any choice we make is conforming with statute. And so I want to make sure that uh, whatever is underway is consistent with the, uh, with the law as written. I, if you would look at it, I know you have a lot of things on your plate, but the law is pretty clear. And uh, um, personal preference is not supposed to enter into this. And, and I think my state is clearly uh, number one in production capacity. And, and I've noticed a, a uh, determined reluctance by, by some of your, your agency folks to make this decision and put it in my state. Now, I'd much rather just have them, have them be up front and tell me why. I'll make sure to find out. Thank you. Thanks, Senator. Chairman. I know. That kind of sounds quid pro quo. Yeah, they're full of shit. Yeah, I mean, but it sounds quid pro quo. I mean, it's like, hey, well, in my state, what about every other state? Kennedy? Well, hmm? that's the law, and that's why he's paying attention to it, because who else will? That's why he's senator for that state, because that law applies to his state and they're not following the law. So someone's got to hold them accountable to it. I if agree. not the senator for that state, then who? I agree. I don't disagree with that. But what about every other state? Well, if there's laws made that are specific to their state that their state qualifies for, then their senators should hold them the whatever. Is there more Chair people this? accountable. Because uh, it looks like unless this is the end of it going into the next one. No, nah, skip this one. It's all good. Skip it? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Was that? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I don't know. Oh, no, no. You know what? No, go, go back to that one. Yeah, because you know what I learned? Oh, yeah. This is a good one. Okay. Yep. Okie doke. We're running with it. Senator from Louisiana. Thank you, Mr. President. Mr. President, um, I, I just came from uh, an appropriation subcommittee hearing, and, and our, our uh, witness today was Secretary Janet Yellen. And I always love when Secretary Yellen testifies because uh, I learned so much from her. Today, among other subjects, we talked about the president's proposed budget. And uh, I want to tell you some of the things I learned today uh, from Secretary Yellen about the president's proposed budget. The president's proposed budget is $6.9 trillion. That's up from $6.4 trillion. So it's a proposed half a trillion dollar increase. I learned that since 2019 until today, and not including the president's new spending, I learned that since 2019 until today, the population in the United States has grown 1.8%. You know how much our budget has increased? 55%. And that doesn't even count 
the additional half a trillion dollars worth of spending that the president has just proposed. I also learned that the president is proposing 4.7 trillion, not billion, 4.7 trillion dollars in new taxes. Takes my breath away, 4.7 trillion dollars. We're gonna run out of digits. And I also learned something else. You know, the president, and I say this gently and with respect, the president has been running all over hell and half of Georgia saying my proposed budget decreases the deficit by, by, um, by $3 trillion. You probably heard him say that. I heard him say it day before yesterday. My proposed budget will, will cut debt by $3 trillion. You know what I learned today about the president's proposed budget? Under his proposed budget, gross debt, that's all of America's debt, not just debt held by the public, but gross debt, all of our debt, will rise under President Biden's budget from $32.7 trillion dollars at the close of this year to $51 trillion by 2033. Only in Washington, D.C., only in La La Land, can you go around and say, my budget reduces the deficit and debt by $3 trillion when it really increases it by $18 trillion. $18 trillion dollars. I've also learned a lot this week about Silicon Valley Bank. I think I spoke, Mr. President, I don't know, a week, maybe 10 days ago. Gosh, we've learned a lot in a week. One of the things that we have learned is that the, the failure of Silicon Valley Bank and President Biden's bailout of Silicon Valley Bank was the result of bad management by the bank officials, but also by bad supervision. I talked about a week or two ago about, about the, uh, the risk that uh, the management of SVB Bank took, but today, I, I, this is what I learned this week, I want to talk about, uh, about the, uh, the uh, the, the, the mistakes that were made by the federal government in supervising this bank. Fact number one. It is a fact that in January of 2019, the Federal Reserve, which is one of the banking regulators in charge of supervising the bank, issued a warning to the bank. This is four years ago over its, its risk management systems. Four years ago, the Fed uh, told Silicon Valley Bank that its, its system to control risk was not up to snuff. Fact number two, last fall, short sellers and private bank analysts said the same thing, what, five months ago, six months ago, 
Um, fact number three. Some of my colleagues have said, you know, we didn't have sufficient regulation. I don't know how you regulate greed. I don't know how you regulate stupidity, but I'm referring now to the management of, of, of Silicon Valley Bank. But it wasn't a failure of regulation that caused Silicon Valley Bank to go under. It was the failure to enforce the rules that we already have. I, I just explained to you, here's the article from the Wall Street Journal. The Federal Reserve, one of the banking regulators in charge of Silicon Valley Bank, knew in, in February, I'm sorry, January of 2019, they were, the bank was criticized for its risk control practices. And they were supposed to correct those risk control practices. Why didn't the Federal Reserve follow up? Now, I also learned, some of my colleagues are saying, well, you know, this is all the fault of Congress. It's the fault of Congress because Silicon Valley Bank was not subject to a stress test. We, as you know, Democrats and Republicans supported an amendment to Dodd-Frank back in 2018 that uh, some say prevented the bank from being stress tested. That's not true. The bill that we passed in 2018 said categorically and unequivocally, look at Title 12, Chapter 2, Subchapter A, Part 252, Subpart A, Section 252.3. It said in our legislation that the Federal Reserve and the other banking regulators had the authority at any time to stress test Silicon Valley Bank, and they chose not to do it. Now, the other, the other uh, part, a point rather being made by some of my colleagues is that, well, they weren't big enough to stress test. They had to be $100 billion or more. That's not true. They were over a $100 billion bank at the end of 2021. So they did qualify to be stress tested in 2022. One of the other things we've learned, Mr. President, is that in 2022, the Federal Reserve stress-tested 34 banks. Silicon Valley Bank was not one of them, as I said. They could have been under, under the rules they qualified. They were supposed to be. They were over $100 billion. And even had they not been over $100 billion, the Federal Reserve could have said, we're going to stress test them anyway under our legislation. Because back in February or January of 2019, we were worried about their risk control. But for whatever reason, we're going to find out the Federal Reserve chose not to stress test them. The Federal Reserve issued a report of its, on its stress tests from 2022. Here it is. If, if the Federal Reserve had stress-tested uh, Silicon uh, Valley Bank, it, the Silicon Valley Bank would have, would have passed. It would have passed. You know why? Because 
the, the, uh, the, the Federal Reserve in its stress testing in 2022 didn't stress test interest rate risk. They just stress tested credit risk. I just find that extraordinary. In in uh, in 2022, we were in we were experiencing raging inflation. The Fed was raising interest rates. The Fed understands that that when you hold a a a long government bond or a long treasury, that its value decreases as interest rates go up. You would think that the first thing the Federal Reserve would would stress test for was interest rate risk and duration risk. But it didn't. It didn't, and I am at a loss to understand. Uh, Mr. President, now the Federal Reserve has announced, I think the Vice Chairman of the Federal Reserve, Mr. Barr, has announced that he's gonna be in charge of finding out what went wrong. And Mr. Barr's a fine person and uh, Nothing I say today should be construed to suggest that he's not. But Mr. Barr has a conflict of interest. His own agency contributed to the downfall of Silicon Valley Bank. It wasn't a question of something that Congress did or didn't do. Under the regulations we passed, we put the Federal Reserve in charge of checking these banks for duration or interest rate risk. And so, and, and the Federal Reserve chose not to do so. Now, Silicon Valley Bank is not the only one out there. And here's the problem with Silicon Valley Bank. It took in a whole bunch of deposits from a bunch of venture capitalists and paid them, let's call it a... a, 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 a amount of interest and then Silicon Valley Bank took that money and invested the money in long-term government bonds and treasuries as the Federal Reserve encouraged them to go read all the Federal Reserve rules they tell you the safest assets if you're a bank you can own are long-term securities held by are, are issued by the federal government, treasuries and mortgage-backed securities. So Silicon Valley Bank did that. But as the Federal Reserve is also supposed to know, as is the uh, management of the bank, these long-term bonds, government or otherwise, as interest rates rise, they fall in value. I mean, that's like banking 101. That's like econ 101. And that's what happened to Silicon Valley Bank. They took all the deposits, paid X amount of interest, and bought treasuries and long-term government bonds, making more interest. They were taking the profit, but they didn't account for interest rate risk. And sure enough, when the Federal Reserve, which is supposed to be supervising the bank, raised interest rates, the value of those bonds and the value of those treasuries went down. And so when all these depositors in Silicon... You know, I agreed with him all the way up to right there. Because uh, what did we elect you for, John? I I'm serious. I'm asking for the American people.
Why did I elect you? Exactly, Jason. Where where are the checks and balances? Because it, it, this is what I'm getting at. Because he was right. He was 100% right, right up to there. Because who else is supposed to be following this shit? If not the Senate, if not the Congress, who else is supposed to be following this shit? Well, it's your job, motherfucker. Hey, you know what? The Fed and something he said before, why, why didn't they take interest rates into account? See? Why, you want to know why? Because the Fed told them yep. that in, that inflation was transitory. Yep. No, they said it was transitory. It was temporary. It was only going to last a no, couple of months. No. The Fed didn't tell them that. The Fed told them the truth. They said, look, it ain't going to be pretty. Whatever we give you is going to be bad. Well, they were saying, I mean, they were saying on the news over and over again. I, I know. I know what they were saying. That's the talking point. And SVB but, ran with the talking points. Oh, we don't have to worry about inflation. It's transitory. Yeah, but the Fed knew the truth. Yeah. Well, fuck, fuck all of the talking. They don't points. care. I, I know they don't. Mm-hmm. We, you and me are That's right the whole there. Point. Exactly. I get it. All right. What? Oh. I, I just, I disagree with Kenny. Like, he was doing great. Like right up to there. Yes, Mark Jason Walker. Absolutely. Fly the American flag upside down. Because when when he's gone that far, come on, folks. He's now trying to cover his back. Yeah. Look, look what I've been telling you this whole week. with The right. Okay. Let me explain myself because apparently I haven't made a good explanation of it. Look, they heard what we said. They heard what all of you said. You all agree. How do they know this? I I wish I could show you my numbers. I really do. Um, but one of the big things that's going on right now, like one of the real big, big things that I've noticed, and uh, I asked a couple of our listeners, three of them specifically, said, hey, Clip the show and share it, okay? Mm-hmm. And you asked me the other night because I got numbers. Yeah. And I did get numbers, and I've been trying to comprehend the numbers. So I understand exactly what I'm about to say, okay? So three people, they clip the show, certain parts that they like. What, whatever. They never the talk best. to each other. They yep. just, they grabbed a part of the show. They took it. It's been about a month now. I, I, I asked them yeah. to do it for 30 days. It's been about 30 days now. So we and got anyone our, else that wants to do that, by all means, please, you know, you, I, I there, asked there's them a to part of the show purpose. you particularly like, you know, clip it, put it out on your social media. I asked them on purpose just to see what it did. Mm-hmm. So after 30 days, mm-hmm. there's a thir- there's a 1300% increase in viewers, first time viewers. It's drawn people to come to us. Awesome. Now, do they stick around? No. Probably not. We have about a 64% grab rate. That's not bad, though. It's not. We're still family, though. That's fine. 64%. Well, most people don't a lot of people, the weed. No, they can't get over me swearing. So oh, apparently wow. I'm an asshole when I swear and mansplain. See? Apparently I just don't I, fit I don't the numbers. I don't think that's true. I don't think it's that they can't get over you swearing because they expect you to swear. You're a soldier. You're dick punch. Like, that's, that's it. They don't know that. The only people no, that no, no, no. actually know that no. are the people's names that you see in this they chat. Can't, they can't get over me swearing. Yeah, I've heard a lot of that too. There's mm-hmm. a lot on that side as exactly. well. Exactly. However, the big one you is. You know what? Uh, the, the times we're in, 
they they call for cussing. If you don't like it, fuck, fuck off. off. Look, she wouldn't have to talk out right now or do a radio show if it was really good out here. Mm -hmm. But it's not really good out if here. If Trump had actually so one in 2020, we probably wouldn't be here right now. Just saying. Just saying. I'm giving it to back to you because you must. There you go. Sacklad said no. That's why I listen. Excellent. But, Love but, it. But no. Lindsay, seriously, I'm dead serious. You have added tons. Uh, you've mm -hmm. done a lot for us. And yeah. Believe it or not, you've gotten a lot more attention than you think. Uh, matter of fact, your highest one so far has gotten 743 views. Just in case you didn't think that many people followed what you said, the highest one that you posted, you're the winner. You got 743 views. I don't know what we're going to do for you. I might give you a pat on the back next time <laughs> I see you. No, I'm going to do something obviously pretty cool. But that's outstanding. It's that stupid, though. That's mm -hmm. how we break. This is something Justin, he wasn't even... I, I talked to him about he this. He had plateaued and he really didn't know how to. He didn't know how to break it. it He's further. like, how do I do this? And I was like, dude. At that point, we didn't know. We didn't. I really didn't. Well, I, I, no, because you got the, you were given this idea from someone else. Yeah. After, who has way a, after the fact. Very, yeah. It was a much larger show. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, it's, it's immaterial. The point is um, you guys keep doing what you're doing, but Lindsay, I swear to God, the three of you that I asked, every single one of you, Lindsay, Lindsay, and uh, Trout, mm -hmm. Texas Trout, that's what you've done with that little, just what the three of you have done. Mm -hmm. Seriously. And you don't, and yeah, you, oh, no, you get a lot more views than what you, you think. Yep. You really do. There's shit that's edited that you get because I noticed when I started looking at your numbers, when I got the, all the numbers and I started looking at what you were posting, you get twice as many posts than what you get reported, which I think is fucked J-Rod, up. we appreciate you too. But I, I'm, I'm telling you, with what you three did, it was a 1,300% increase and viewership that came in for a first time listen. And we had a 60, 64% grab rate, grab rate, okay. which is not bad. It's not no, horrible. It's not, it's not great. It just means that 64% of those people tuned in the next night. Mm -hmm. They, they heard it the first night. They were like, Oh yeah, I agree with that. And they tuned in the next night. And they listened for more than like three quarters of the show. Exactly. Or more than half. Cause the they, show, something they like that. track that. Yeah. So they get in the weeds on that. Mm -hmm. But if, I, I was always t telling Justin, dude, if we just do this, it doesn't matter the size of the account. It really doesn't because what you're doing is breaking their algorithm. Yeah. Because you have three random people posting about some stupid shit that 90% of the people won't listen to. But you grab that three or 4% that actually do. And then they say, hey, you should really listen to these people because they know what they're talking about. And that is marketing. Mm -hmm. Like 101. Well, that's in today's word of mouth. In today's world, yeah. For us. Because no one watches TV or commercials anymore. So, nope. you know, marketing is me drinking my cardio miracle on air. This shit's amazing. Mix like he keeps telling me and during every clip, he's like, hand me the chips. I'm really stoned. I, I need to, I need to get some, you know, greasy food in me. Okay. Um, I'm like, pass me over my cardio miracle. Cause I, I need to get some vitamins in me. 
Okay. Dude, I love this shit. I'm waiting on my vitamins to come in though, so I can add them. Um, because I just reordered them. But uh, so I can make the the full on dirt water. So this is just straight cardio miracle. And honestly, I I drink this all day and I don't want to waste any of the powder on the bottom. So I'm constantly shaking it up. And then when I finish this one, I just I add more water to I'm it. Just kind of drink it. And keep it going. You keep doing that. Like this shit's amazing. Actually, I like the taste now. See? It took it about grows on you. It took about eight weeks for that to happen. Yes. Yes. It really did. It's it not bad at all. Weeks. Yeah. To about eight weeks for it to finally grow on me. But yeah, I got it. Yeah, it's good shit. Anyway. I love the Cardio Miracle. So you want to try some Cardio Miracle, go to defiantmiracle.com. They are tonight's featured sponsor for the show. So uh she told me before we started the show, I started with that ad, but I mean it's it literally like right at the yeah. top of the rumble. I put it in the show notes for the rumble. I don't even look at it. Well, I don't know what to tell you. I just make sure the live stream's working mm -hmm. and the live well, chats up. Okay. Anywho, so give me shit. Cardi cardio uh defiantmiracle.com. There you go. Fear cardio miracle. It's amazing. It. And on with Mr. Uh Meyer. Mm -hmm. Explain to me how ten million dollars for climate change expenses will help a small business in Missouri address 6% inflation or any other real concerns they have. The 10 million will be used within our Office of Capital Access programs to help uh, get out effectively capital access for businesses to position themselves for resilience. We know from FEMA, uh, their data shows that if a business is impacted by a natural disaster and they don't reopen within five days, they will close within a year. And so we that are working address, hard to build not, up their resilience. That's not even climate change. You're talking about a FEMA responsibility <laughs> there. I'm talking... That has nothing to do with what I just the question I just asked. That's accurate. You're absolutely right. That's mm -hmm. completely a separate program. Why would you be trying to compound Spouting two programs for another? For another? That's mm -hmm. awful odd. Liana, did you give her my number? Because I haven't heard from her. We did reach out. Yeah, did give her my number and I'll hook her up. I mean I'll put her in contact with the person that she needs to be in contact with. Absolutely. Because mm -hmm. we brought this up last night. Yep. We talked about this last night and uh, I actually told her about that. And I said, Hey, did you see what Liana posted? Mm -hmm. She's like, yeah. Yep. So as long as she got her number, we'll, we'll take care of her. As soon as she reaches out. Yeah. No, we know. I, 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 I got you on the why. You got to give her my number. Tell her to reach out to me. I, I can't hook it up until I hear from her. Yeah. She's got to get the number, take it, and yep. call us. Required. Yep. It's not something done via yep. internet. Third party. Yep. No. We do this live. It's the way we do business. Do you think $320 billion in new regulatory costs on American small businesses is good or bad? Look, much of the regulation, especially the over 60 regulations that we're putting forward, are about simplification. So just because uh, regulations are being put out there, that doesn't mean that it isn't about cutting red yeah. tape and simplifying I uh, our current system. Yeah, with all due respect, I disagree with your assessment on the $320 billion is good for small businesses because it's not. Dude, was that not like, hey, look... I'm going to need you to come in on Friday. Yeah. Is that not the same dude from yep. office office space? Completely. I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, no, that's not going to work. I, I don't believe that. Sorry. Mm. You're gone. Mm -hmm. 
Peace be with you. Mm. What did Tom Elliott have to say? Oh, even CNBC is freaking out. Oh, I know. Because uh, if you didn't see the numbers this afternoon, dead serious. Go check the numbers out because it was ugly. Mm-hmm. A lot of blood being shed. Like I said, stop trading at 3.30 this afternoon. Yeah. Why? Because shit was dumping like a motherfucker. Like, look at that. 337 points. And then back down on the huge yep. in futures. That's huge. Implied open down 329 points. Oh. So uh CLB over 60 regulations are about simplification. You know, yeah. Uh, hold on real, before you go to this clip. I will. Um, our son, uh our son got really mad. Our our teenager got yes. so mad uh a, a couple weeks ago because a teacher in the school that is not his teacher came up to critique him on a paper that he did, like basically told him that it was shit. And he's like, you're not even my fucking teacher. Apparently his teacher was like running her mouth to the other teachers about his paper. Uh-huh. Okay. Here's Who the is issue. Who was it that was running his mouth? Yeah. Who was the teacher that, yeah. that went up to him that's not his teacher now? Yeah. The old robotics coach or the robotics coach? You know who. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know exactly who. Anywho, um, the problem with the paper, he was given a problem and it was in chemistry, which he's not, he's struggling with. It's the only AP class he's struggling with. It's blowing my mind. But... I know. <laughs> so he was given a problem. And he was told to make it better. So he looked at it, he reworked it, and he eliminated some steps to make it more efficient. He got the same answer. It took him less time to do it because he, he, he you know, figured out a couple shortcuts. Yep. He simplified it, exactly. Yep. Well, he was told that he was supposed to add steps to it. How does that make it better? That just makes it more confusing. It makes it worse. Exactly. You would think you would want the most efficient way to get to the correct answer. I, I Every day, I'm so glad that we're pulling him from the school next year, like that he's not going back to the school next year. Every day, I'm more and more glad that we made that decision. But anyway, because, um, you know, I know public school is going to be shit, but at least I'm not paying $15,000 a year for shit. <laughs> Touché. Anywho, um, but the point is, sometimes simplification is the best way to go, the most efficient. Get as many fingers out of the pot as you can, because no, that's how you're supposed to do it. Yeah, it's the only thing that makes sense. Exactly. The more fingers in the pot, the more corruption. Yeah, because that's all this country shown us yeah every time there's more people involved it's way more corrupt yep think about it the mob showed us that we should have learned that in new york city mm-hmm. we ain't figured out shit as a population we're still as dumb as we were then nothing's Sorry. changed yep exactly Lindsay. people have no common sense keep it simple common sense is that, not as common as what you think yep. no it Just is a misnomer. Hmm. it's not as common 
that last month was downgraded a bit. It really adds into the notion. I don't follow Fed dot plots, but we all know that this quarter isn't shaping up to be necessarily a good quarter. Many are seeing recession. I don't see a way to avoid it. Uh, just to put a face on this, we all see what's going on with interest rates, you know, 356 in a two year. Just think about this. On March 8th, it closed at 507, the high yield close. That was the highest since 2007. Now we're at the lowest yields since September 10 year. And we did the charts, what, a month ago and about five months ago. I stake my claim here. Four and a quarter is the high. It was the high back in October. We never came back and challenged those fall levels. You remember, Joe, we did the Elliott Wave count. It was clearly the high yield close. But man, look at how far we've fallen there. Is this really a banking crisis? Joe, you know what it is. It's a Fed crisis. It's a rate hiking crisis. It's a crisis built on a crisis we never solved. And now we have walkbacks, takebacks, Treasury secretaries changing their mind. Is it any wonder there's all this volatility in the markets? Back to you. <clears throat> People are testing. They, they, they're, I don't even know if they know anything about Deutsche Bank, do they? Rick, they're going to test it. They're gonna, and they're going to keep testing, right? You know, first of all, we test and we don't test for rates on some of the stress tests here. That's crazy. But listen, listen, folks, we all need to take a step back, okay? How many trillions of dollars of negative securities were hovering through Europe? How could anybody be shocked? I was shocked that the news wasn't worse three months ago, two months ago. Now we're starting to see the realities of it. And listen, I'm not picking on Jay Paul and the Fed. Their mission is almost impossible. When I do get a little stressed, though, it's when they ask them questions about the government and spending and debt and fiscal dreaming and magic monetary theory. And he says, oh, no, I don't comment about that. He certainly seemed to have worked with them when the debt was being created. Now they leave us out to dry. I forgot it was 507. We've been talking about that. So we're, we're that's 150 basis point right there. Is that did we go 100? Yeah. Do we go 150 too far? You know, no, I don't think you went 150 points far enough uh, because, hey, if you all weren't tracking the bottom tracker down there, all right, one of the big banks that came down today was none other than Bank of America. Not that I didn't see that one coming, mm. okay? Bank of America is on its way out. Well, they were stealing people's money. I mean, legit stealing people's money as 25 years ago. Yeah, but they were just doing it as much as oh, less yeah. than 10 years ago. Yeah. So, hey, real quick. If you're with Bank of America, you Get the might fuck out of there. really want to think about pulling your money from there. Quick, fast, and a hurry, like. Although, to be honest, Bank of America was one of the ones that took a big hit today. If you're if you're still with Bank of America, you've not been paying attention for a long time because they weren't just stealing people's money; they were stealing soldiers' reenlistment bonuses. Yes, they were. I mean, straight up, like the transfer would go through, you know, they'd re-up, they'd get $10,000 cold cash, no taxes, no nothing. And no, 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 we got tax. We got tax on every dime. Oh, well, I, okay. that's why I never re-enlisted in the States. Once I got yes. over with those, other correct. Guys. Everybody re-enlists overseas because then it's not taxed. Not taxed. Um, but it would, it process through the government would send it to the account and it just wouldn't show up. Poof. It was gone. Bank of America received it. They never put it in the soldiers' accounts. And so we filed it. And we all filed a class action lawsuit against them. Yep. We got 96 cents out of $10,000. They just straight up stole $10,000 and we got 96 cents back. 
from a class action lawsuit they refuse to get back. I don't know. You tell me where where we are wrong mm-hmm. about being angry about this shit, yep. having no faith yep. in our institutions. We have none. Mm-hmm. You tell me, are you going to go get a shot from the government? Fuck no. No, no. I'm dead serious. I'm asking everybody. Mm. You're going to get anything from the government? If, if the government said, hey, I've got this shot I'm going to give you. Okay. It's going to solve all of your problems. Are you going to go do it? You know, it's funny. Not asking for a friend. I'm asking you as a friend. It's, it's because funny. if you say yes to that question, no one here is going to say that yes to that question. You you might be in the wrong space. No, no, no. Because we've had some people ask that question. Mm-hmm. So you you might be in the wrong space because most of the people in here are going to tell you to go pound sand because no, fuck you. You show up to my house with a needle. I'll meet you at the door with a gun. That's how we retaliate. Because tell you what, you show up on my property and you say, oh, because I heard about this woman in Canada today. They showed up on her property. CDC people. Yep. CDC in Canada or the Canadian version? Or, well, Canadian version yeah. of CDC. Okay. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. She was in Illinois. My bad, because I asked the driver from our last truck delivery. I was like, hey, what the fuck's going on in Illinois? Uh-huh. I heard the CDC setting up camps in Illinois. Oh, they, they've been set up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently some CDC people showed up on this lady's front doorstep, said, hey, we know you're not vaccinated, but would oh, you watch right. this video? And they drove video? like a mile and a half down yes. her driveway. She lives out in the middle of nowhere. Yes. I heard about that too. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I think Leanna played something yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, are you fucking kidding yep. me? Yeah, like she lives like way out in the country. Yeah. Oh, yeah. CDC vehicles get around the I corner. I can't wait to get that. bees. I can't wait to get bees. CDC gets around the corner right there. Mm-hmm. And there's not holes in that vehicle. Mm-hmm. I'll be very upset with you. Okay, well. I, because I that's shooting. the start of our problem. I mean, I was shooting at the gator. Um, that's what you were shooting at. A, a couple of years ago when I was They're working. stupid. In the midst of COVID and uh, before I went on furlough and they were still handing out COVID money, like right at the very beginning, right? And they were just like sending people checks. Yep. It was a whole bullshit, right? And my boss said to me, he's like, oh, well, you're you're such a, you know, you're such a conservative and you're so anti-government. Are you going to take the COVID check? I said, fuck yeah, I'm going to take it. First off, it's my money. Because where do you think the government gets their money from? They don't just print it out of thin air. Well, they do, but it's taxpayer money. And I'm going to turn around and use it to pay my taxes. So. You you remember that whole thing I brought up last night where there's the three guys? Yep, exactly. And the one guy says, hey, I bet you 20 bucks. Yep. And the other guy says, well, you owe 10. me 20 bucks. Yep. And they just well, pass it all the way 10, around. And the 10 gets all the way around and all three that get paid exactly off. exactly it. I used the COVID money to pay our taxes. That's it. That's all it is. It's just telling you. It's robbing robbing Peter to pay, pay Paul. Paul. That's it. That's what it's called. That's all it is. All right. Well, here's yelling, robbing Peter to pay Paul. Because <laughs> she's yelling mm. about it. <laughs> she's yelling about it. <laughs> Come on. That was funny. Can you tell me if you have an opinion on what the IRS's reputation is amongst the country? Have you done any polling or anything? No, no, she doesn't have an opinion. Stop. No, no, check. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let her let her go. It's it's pretty funny. Thing like that to see what what generally taxpayers think, middle, wealthy people, bottom, bottom. I mean, are they 
Are they kind of like the National Park Service? Are they a little different? What, what do you think their impression is? Well, it's extremely negative because the IRS has been starved for resources. And so there so are insufficient would, I don't people. mean to cut you off, but I've got even less time than the, than the ranking member does. So you think it's resource related that they have, Absolutely. have a bad reputation. It's nothing to do with historical culture in the agency or anything like that. The, the that agency has been resource starved. Resource starved. I people love people don't like the IRS because there's not enough tax collectors. Wait a minute. Are you fucking kidding me? You know, for because when you added eighty-seven thousand of them to the rolls, it made the American people just so happy. For for like thirty uh, thirty-one years of my life. Do we even live in the same fucking universe as these people? 31 years of my life, I heard my father bitch about nothing but the IRS and how big of a waste of money the IRS is. Mm -hmm. Now, understand, my father has his his primary degree is in financial shit. He's an accountant. He's an accountant. He's a CPA. And when he left the military, he went back to that. Mm-hmm. One of the few, because a lot of guys get out of the military they and they never, just go right, especially the generals. They're they're just sucked into the military industrial complex and they never get out. They just end up in that mm-hmm. that wormhole. Well, my father didn't do that. He's no. one of the few that actually the mob. went back to his job. Well, he kind of did. Um, <laughs> really weird in a weird way, but oh, and actually, very at one legal. point, the army very showed legal. up and asked him to come back, and he said, "I'm no, I'm making I am more money old I'm and doing. fat, and I am not going back." And uh, but one of the big things that I always know about my dad when he talked about the IRS, he was not joking. He was like, son, he always told us when we were kids, he would sit us down. I swear to God on his lap. He's like, son, you do realize the IRS is illegal, right? Yep. And literally he would have these conversations with us. Like we were fucking understanding everything he was saying, but he would tell us the IRS is illegal per the constitution. If you read the constitution, the IRS is illegal. You cannot federally form an internal revenue service where you're collecting taxes from your people in the United States of America. It's in the, it's in the Constitution. Seriously, I'm not joking. Because that's what King George did to the colonists to clip their nuts off their body. Hmm. But my father would tell me that. Mm-hmm. And fuck if I learned it and listened to him and shit. Now I'm echoing it to you all. I think this is funny. I think this is hysterical because this is it. You can tell that they're at their last straws. They have no idea what to do. They can't stop what's coming. What's coming is going to be ugly. You all know what's coming. I know what's coming. Oh, yeah. They don't. They're scared to death. They're listening to me right now. You want to know why we bounced up to 33,000 people that listen to us on a nightly basis? Because we got tons of liberals that are going, hey, what's about to happen? And they're trying to figure it out, too. And I'm not joking with you all when I say this shit. I'm saying this shit because it's 
I'm dead serious. What's about, they cannot stop what's about to happen. You all know that. You listen to what Q said. You said, yep, I agree with that motherfucker. And you know what? I don't know what it is, but I agree with him. And I can tell you right now, you are not wrong in believing that. Because what's about to happen? It's going to be bad and everything's going to happen all at once. I, I, it's going to be everything all at once and shit's going to hit the fan and it's going to be rough. We're going to we're going to have our day, though. Mm -hmm. We will have our day. All of us. All of us that have believed this from the beginning that said, hey, you know what? The beauty of our <laughs> of what we believe, we all believe that there's something higher, obviously, above us. And we, whether you believe in God or not, is immaterial. We all believe in a higher power, period. Um, and I'm not trying to regulate any one group above another, but we've all come together for a reason. There's a reason why 33,000 people come in and listen to this every night. I don't know what it is, but you all come here looking for it. God told us to start doing this. The connection there is God. That's it. That's all I can tell you. I have no idea what it means. I have no idea. I, I can't give you any. I'm not God. He will tell us. He's going to be like, hey, y'all been doing the right shit. You've been doing the right thing. Here you go. Here's your orders. Wait one second. Go. And mm. that'll be it. Mm. Yeah. It, it'll be interesting. And actually, I'm I'm really looking forward to True Spiracy in two weeks because we're actually going to talk about the illumination. Mm -hmm. It's going to be fun. I think it's in two weeks. I think she's, uh, I don't the know, I'm waiting to hear back. Of illumination. But anyway, um, yes. it'll be interesting. Kind, kind of what we refer to as Judgment Day. Yes. Yeah. yeah. History is made when women decide that uh, there's a greater risk in accepting a situation they cannot bear than stealing our spine and embracing the promise of change. You know, uh, and no one has more in her spine and than the greatest speaker in the history of this country, Nancy Pelosi. What? Uh, did, did anybody understand what he just said? I, I, I think he was trying to praise women, but it kind of sounded like a backhanded slap it kind of yeah. sounded like hey yeah. i'm gonna kind of slap your twat yeah kind of it, it sounded kind of rough mm -hmm. like hey i'm gonna be anal about it wow almost hey go i just just jumped right to this one fun but, stuff this is two seconds long i know seriously mm -hmm. also want to thank camilla for her leadership camilla what's her name Kamala? Isn't it Kamala? I mean, we call her Kamala Camel. or Camel Toe, but I don't think he's supposed to call her Kamala. I don't know. All right. Like the most significant gun safety law in 30 years. Help keep guns out of the hands. Help keep guns out of the hands of domestic political advisors. What? How, how, help keep guns out of the hands of what, domestic man? political advisors. No, hold on. Play hold that on. again, Sam. Help keep guns out of the hands of domestic political advisors. Help keep guns out of the hands of domestic political advisors. Help keep guns out of the hands of domestic political advisors. Yeah, I would have to say domestic it sounds like advisors. domestic yeah. political advisors yeah. that is if we were trying to tell you what to do with your guns. Uh, they're, they're trying to keep hand, the guns out of the hands of domestic political advisors. Would that be the FBI? 
What is it? It's funny though. Um, they actually changed the official transcript on that because that wasn't what he was supposed to say. He apparently had some difficulty reading the teleprompter. Yet again. You see him like squinting. Wait, what did that say? Yeah, he got it wrong. Domestic political advisors. Domestic political advisors. Something, something like Yeah, that. you got it. It's scary thought. Mm -hmm. Who knows? This old man, Jesus mm. Christ. Potato brain dead, yes. He completely is. Yes. I, I mean, how else? I like literally wanted to get in an argument the other day with a lady about this. I was like, how how do you take him seriously? And I, I was asking a serious question. Like, I I I've tried to stop and take a step back and say, okay, maybe I'm being too much of an asshole. No. Maybe. And maybe I'm just being in that really big, staunch, conservative dickhead. And I don't want to get, forgive my position. So what happens if I take the blinders off and maybe take a look at this from the other side, right? And what I found was when I went and looked it up. No one likes Joe. No, no Nobody likes us, period. No one likes us. No, nobody likes nobody likes anything like what we say. Listen, what did I tell you well, all that's they're scared the other of the truth. day? No, what did I tell you all the other day? Mm -hmm. What is the one thing that scares our government worse than anything? If black, white, brown, yellow, mm -hmm. blue, green, we all stand together. Yep. That scares our country worse than anything else in the world. Yep. Why? Because because they're no longer so they are no longer in the majority mm -hmm. they are in the minority they just joined the minority at that point so i ask you this question what is stopping us <sighs> you want to know what stops us and i'm going to tell you this it's going to sound gayer than eight i get it but listen to me when i say this because it's actually not really your fault and what stops us then programming <laughs> absolutely programming we've all been programmed a certain way all of us have been programmed differently for instance if you grew up as a black american in the united states you grew, you were taught to think that white people are the devil mm -hmm. okay well not everyone but yeah and if you were a white pe person <laughs> you were born in the united states you were taught to be Black people are the devil. Well, that's not true, but okay. I wasn't taught that. I would argue there's some times that it was very <laughs> questionable in our teaching exactly which side of the aisle they were pulling from. I will even argue that because even I said, wait a minute. I was told there's no difference in us. Yeah. What are you talking about? <clears throat> so... I'm not disagreeing that there's not either side that condemns either side. <coughs> what I am saying is we are not taught at a very young age to be cognizant of everyone around us. Especially not now. Yo, not, not now at all. I mean, when, when, people, when people go out to dinner and I mean, when kids like sit next to each other and text each other, that just drives me up the fucking wall. Think about it. It's when ridiculous. Was, when was the last time you were allowed to go to dinner with your parents? 
and be absolutely silent and just stare at a little black box that was in front of me. No. If I ever did that in front of my father, my head would have ended up in the table 27 times before dinner ended. Absolutely. Because my father would have killed me. Mm. You don't do that. Yep. Well, hey, play the next joke clip because we only have about 10 minutes left. Okay. Some more spies and lies. Yep. There you go. Joe the spy. This is telling the truth right here. No, he's not. Watch. ...of lower prescription drug costs. Drug companies that raise prices faster than inflation. Now, that's all right. We like babies. You don't have to worry about it. It's okay. It's, okay. it's all right. Matter of fact, I like babies better than people. That's some sick shit, babe. Mm-hmm. Wow. I like babies better than people. All right, so that was yesterday. Today, after Putin and G had their nice little um, menage a trois. Menage a trois? Um, yeah. It was a menage a Without Joe, he was feeling left out, so he went to run and go visit his butt buddy. Who, Putin or G? Trudeau. <laughs> Biden went to We're going to build 5,500 electric charging stations. Guess who builds them? China. Did China. He brought his creepy fucking whisper to Trudeau to, to Canada. Oh my God. Seriously. It was China. China. Who did it? Who builds them? China. Who builds them, babe? China. Are you sure? I think he's implying Canada builds them. Oh, I thought China. Okay, well, let's find out. And explicitly, explicitly includes tax credits for electric vehicles assembled in Canada. Direct oh, he said Canada there, though. Yeah, yeah, because um, his Inflation Reduction Act includes tax credits for vehicles that are built in Canada. Yeah, but that's the... Because you know, inflation. Joe's, Joe's act. never met a country it's not, that not a reduction accent. Joe act. has never met a country that he didn't grow up in, or he didn't fuck it. I, I mean, mean something that's what he you tells know, us, or steal small children from. <laughs> um, Joe's a pedophile. Joe, Joe, Joe never met a a, a culture know. he didn't suck Joe. up to. Joe Biden's a pedophile. Uh, anyway, um. You, Where where's your mouse? I, it's over there. Go up and over. Uh, there you go. Okay. I'm just saying. All right. Joe Biden's never met a kid. He never wanted to sniff. He wants the true story. Oh, you smell like strawberries. All right, seriously, with with the whispering. It's cool. It's creepy Weird. as fuck. <laughs> As we stand at this inflection point in history, I had a professor who once explained the inflection point as you're going down the highway at 60 miles an hour and you rapidly turn in one direction five degrees and never get back on the same path again. But, but you're on a different course. What? And he he had to explain to the Canadians what an inflection point is. What? And and I, I, audience I, that lives in Canada, when I say Canadians, I'm not referring to you. I'm talking about the jackasses in the Canadian government. Oh my God! All right. 
I'm, this hurts my head. Can we stop no, this? No, no, keep going. We we have Seriously, to keep going. No, this, really, no, dude. The next one. Oh my god, is this hurts. Amaze balls. This hurts. Amazing. Oh, this really hurts. Listen. That feeds exploitation and human trafficking. So today, I applaud China for stepping up. Excuse me. I applaud Canada. <laughs> I'm, you can tell what I'm thinking <laughs> about China. I won't get into that yet. I applaud Canada for stepping up with similar programs, opening new legal pathways. Oh, no, he meant he meant China. No, he completely meant China. He meant China. He applauds China for stepping up and taking over he absolutely the world does. police force. Yep. For the ones who are going to traffic more kids than anybody else. Exactly. Xi Jinping asked me in the Tibetan Plateau, could I define America? And I could have said the same thing if he asked about Canada. I said, yes, one word. And I mean it, one word, possibilities. Nothing is beyond our capacity. Isn't that his one word? It's normally his one yeah, word. Okay. One word. Hold on. I want you to, sh I want to show you how firm Joe's finger is right there, just to give you an idea, because I don't think you can understand. How come he doesn't have liver shots on his hands? One word. It's one word. Seriously. Where, one word. Where'd his old age spots on his hands go, though? I don't know. Disappeared. You ever met an 85-year-old man with that freaking age spots on his hands? Ever? Just saying. No. Okay. Not normal. Anyhow. Not normal. All right, play the last one because this is this is this goes uh, this invokes what you were talking about before. This as soon as you said this. The lie or the no, video. no, no, no. Because this is all video evidence. Where we go when we, we go all evidence. Right Listen, here. when I heard him say this, all I could hear was where we go when we go all. Oh my god. Listen. You'll get it. You'll hear it. Okay. We're listening. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Jason. Yep. Stick it up your finger. Yep. Oh, yep. Put it up your nose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, gotcha. In the face of President Putin's aggression against Ukraine, Canada and the United States are also making clear our commitment to our NATO allies. We'll keep our alliance strong and united. We'll defend every inch of NATO territory. An attack against one is an attack against all. I told hey, you that uh, didn't mean what you thought it meant. Hey, folks, don't, 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 don't sell this short. You know what this is? That's this start, is the start of World War Three. That's the start of World War Three, right yeah. there. What you just saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right there. <laughs> attack against one is an is attack, an attack against, against all. Where we go, one we go all. Yeah. I told you that didn't mean what you thought it meant. Sorry, Lindsay. I love you. But yeah, that's kind of like a key indicator for, oh shit, everything's about to get sideways. Mm. Sideways it's about to become. Mm. Nothing is what it seems. It never is. Never is. Either way, we got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, because uh, Josh has to set up conversations on the fringe coming up at 930 yes. on the Red Pill Project. So go check that out. He's always got a good show on conversations on the fringe. Lindsay, do you know what I do you know yeah. what his show is tonight? What's he talking a guest about on? tonight? And I know you're going to yell at us later for, for calling, you out, calling but, you out. But we know you know better than we yeah, do. Yeah, you line up your podcast well in advance. 
And he puts out his show more than yeah. we do. So well before we do. And then he's always waiting on us so that he could actually set up the stream. <laughs> Yikes. Anywho. Either way, um, we got to so get the fuck out of here. I'll be back tomorrow with Freedom Gardens with Heather. At um, what time? At 4 p.m. We're, uh, we're going to do a little bit of gardening, a little bit of building, a little bit of arts and crafts. It should be a fun show all the way around. And we'll, uh, you know, talk about what's going on at the same time. Um, drinking our cardio miracle. Don't forget to check out our featured sponsor of the night. I already finished mine. Uh, DefiantMiracle.com. Seriously, it's all the vitamins and minerals you need in right there. <gasps> Joshua. <laughs> Yeah, right, Linz. Get Who's the Josh? fuck out of here. Okay. Anyway, uh, so uh, defiantmiracle.com. Go pick up your cardio miracle. It, it will seriously change your life. It has changed Heather's life. If you haven't heard our previous Freedom Garden episodes with Heather, um, she started with a pretty serious jab injury. And this has turned her around a thousand percent. Like so, she's like a whole freaking different person especially if you got family you got family that have got it send it to them just be like hey try this out for a little bit Mm -hmm. let them try it let them get addicted to it because that's it after that point once they feel it they're like yeah wow it's amazing changing my life yep exactly so and secretly you're helping them Mm -hmm. in their jab injury so if they're you know that side that's like yeah we're a little retarded hey you know what everyone can use a a really good vitamin and mineral supplement that's all organic all natural literally everything you need uh to stay healthy everything that she talks about every saturday yep it's what's in there you got it so defiantmiracle.com and uh freedom gardens will be back tomorrow at 4 p.m um 4 15 because we'll play 15 minutes of music first uh so the show will actually start at 4 15 and then we'll be back on sunday you and i for conspiracy yes. at 2 p.m eastern which is our normal time yeah so. we're going back to our normal time so uh 2 p.m eastern on sunday um we are going to be joined by ron weed who is a gray reptilian contactee so we're gonna we're gonna go down the alien path um you know we go down the the angel path i often say they're parallel paths as angels aliens and demons are all just interdimensional creatures and as i wanted to scream this morning Mm -hmm. at liana interdimensional you were asking how do they get out of the firmament interdimensional they don't they're interdimensional correct they're interdimensional they don't ever pass through the firmament now some of them do live in hollow earth so on this plane but none of them them pass through the firmament unless they're doing it interdimensionally yep so so uh so ron weed will be joining us on sunday and we're very much looking forward to that hear his story yep and uh yeah so that's it either way yep y'all fuckers have a great night for the mick and Lynn. we will talk to you later and we will see you uh together on sunday Velen, we'll mm-hmm. see you tomorrow night. Yep. Enjoy, fuckers. Have a great weekend. Thanks see you then. Watching. and alligators.
haters, but once you get to the gate, you can't depend on your waiters, cause you'll be over your tater, I'm talking growing tomatoes, feeding the worms, I fish with later, I'll have a fish stick plate over a six foot grave, before I take a knee as our anthem play, my hands on my heart, I stand on what I say, and my second amendment handles what I can, I ain't trying to be Billy Badass or talk shit, I'm just saying, there's the line, don't cross it, I got a red Fuck around and find out. You can fuck around and find out. 